Welcome back to the We Was Dragons podcast. I'm your host, Brandon. You're, I'm your co-host, Chanel. And we missed last week, but we're wow. going to do a two-episode finale, because that's essentially what it was. They broke it up into two episodes, but one episode's with the Greens, one was with the Blacks. It's all the fallout of Viserys dying, so we're going to yeah. talk about both episodes tonight. Um, but by before... The way, oh, sorry. But by the way, we missed a week... But y'all didn't really say shit. So we was like, all right, maybe they don't care. So if y'all care, if you want the podcast to continue, you got, you know, closed mouths don't get fed. Like podcast streams don't get populated unless the listeners are demanding it. So please let us know. Um, interact with us on the socials. We put the tags in the show notes because um, we also want your feedback on what we're going to do next. Um, but anyway, so I just wanted to say that because I was like, man, you know, if they really want us to record, I guess we'll record. And I heard not a peep. We got two emails at yes. wewasdragonspod at gmail.com. The first was from Deanna, who said, I miss you all. So much to discuss. Aww. Where the fuck were you? No, she didn't say that. But that's basically what <laughs> that's she meant. That's what she should have said. We here. We here. I responded to her. But we here. And then we got another email from a listener named Sonia, who said... <laughs> I've been longing for a black tribe to discuss this show and your show was more than I could have ever hoped for. I have re-listened to all your episodes at least three times now. Thank you. <gasps> Sonia. I can't get, I truly can't get enough. I know Chanel mentioned that you want ideas of what to do next. Did you do a review of the original game of Thrones? I will rewatch to hear what you have to say, but I will watch anything with y'all. Thank you for this great gift to the community. Sonia. I'm Thank crying. You. Brandon, is that your wife right now under a fake name? No, that is not. That is oh, a real person. Oh, so yeah, we love you. Well, Deanna, now you, okay, we got two fans. Yes. Um. Okay, on my part, I want to check in and let you know that we are currently, we have a rating of 4.6 out of 5 on Apple Podcasts with nine ratings. So, guys, thank you for the engagement. Um, It means a lot. I love hearing that feedback. Yeah, that's exciting. No, I really like that. So, yeah, I mean, we're going to figure out what to do next. Um, yeah. So uh, there's diff- be- we're definitely. So, hold on, Chanel. Did you see, before we get into Game of Thrones, mm-hmm. I mean, House of the Dragon, mm-hmm. did you see the um, the teaser trailer for Secession? Yeah. Okay. I saw it. And I was going to text you. I was like, oh, my God, not these hoes. Do- they, know, they know it's a season finale. They know what they're doing. And our kids are still on the same page. They stuck together. Well, we don't know when that takes. But that could just be episode one. Uh, All that could be episode one. They could be back beefing again. You're right about that. But... The point is that um, the point is that I'm excited. It looked great, and then Connor was like, "Oh, you bitches want to act like I'm a, I'm a brother now? Wow, interesting." And then Jerry's all there. Oh, and then it, then Tom goes, "You want to talk about that shit?" And shit turns around like, "Bitch, I'll kill you right here, right now." <laughs> Love that. So we're definitely. I can tell you, anybody listening, that we're definitely going to yeah. do Succession. And we might change the name of the show, or we may not. I don't know. Yeah, we, you, yeah, you're right. We might, but we got. But we're definitely going to do Succession. <laughs> so there might be something in between now. Succession. It says spring of 2023. Oh. Uh, so I imagine it's going to come out in they're March. They're edging. They're edging us March real hard April. right now. 
Um, I would say this. I would say that, um, you know, we like sci-fi and we, and like my mom said that Peripheral on Prime. Oh, yes. I watched the first episodes yesterday. It's, it is very interesting. You would, you would, I think you would find it interesting based on the concept of it. It's very interesting. I'm I'm open. I mean, because the other, the other option that we threw around, this is like behind the scenes talk, but um, I'm really interested in in talking about one of the shows made by Black creators that didn't get like the insecure and Abbott Elementary treatment in terms of the fans. Like everybody doesn't live watch it, and so even though it would be a show that the season's already aired, I think that it would be great to do some visibility. But the reality is that from here to March is more than you know ten weeks, so we could actually squeeze in two different shows probably. Um, and fill it fill the time for succession so if you guys have other suggestions please you, as you see emails come straight brandon doesn't brandon wakes up he don't even brush his teeth he checks the emails first <laughs> so <laughs> if you guys could just keep checking in with us and let us know what you want to hear we're happy to talk about all of it yeah so peripheral is made by the people who made westworld mm-hmm. and it's um it's about like I don't want to spoil it if you decide to watch oh, yeah, it. Oh, yeah, you it's wait. A, you have it's essentially, stuff but it's essentially it. about, like, these people who are, like, playing simulation games. But the simulation starts to get real or seem real. And mm-hmm. that's as much as I'll say. So it's, it's an interesting concept. There's only been two episodes so far. I watched them both last night because I saw the – I was watching – uh, counterpart for another podcast that I'm doing on Amazon and the preview came up and I was like, this looks interesting. I'm going to watch that. And I watched them and I was like, yeah, I'm interested. It comes out every Friday. So, okay. um, you know, we can talk about that. We don't have to do that, but it is interesting. It is an interesting show. I'm interested to see if people catch on to it, uh, but it's an interesting watch? show. So, yeah, and I definitely want to watch Industry, but I think that's over now, live. I think it's I think it's live over. Yeah, the th- season three went off, but oh, you got my my guy in here. Um, what's his name? J J K Simmons. I would say this about uh about um industry. The reason because we've talked about it. The reason why I still like that show is because that's a show like written by black people that and nobody like knows the not nobody knows. That's a terrible way to say that. Um, they're being they're currently being underrated and like undervisualized. So I would love to like. Um, bring that to the forefront, even though we'll be like very much in between seasons. But shit, if people would listen to us redo Game of Thrones, then I'm sure they wouldn't mind us doing industry late. But um, yeah, I think it's I think it's open, and Brandon and I love to record, so we will, you know, we might be able to do it all. Who knows? Yeah, we'll figure something out. Uh, but let's get into these last two episodes. Uh, before we go through everything, um, what do you think of the last two episodes, Chanel? Man, I'm telling you, I had like a lot of anxiety throughout the show, but you know, it kept coming around to me being like, you know what, this show is dope. I see, I see what's happening. Like, there's a lot going on. Um, I told you that I had looked ahead, and actually, what I um, what I looked ahead on is what happened in this last episode in the last ten minutes, and I did not know it was coming so soon. I thought that was like a future reference type of thing. So, um, I am. Settling in, I'm not feeling as anxious because now I just realized that what Viserys did had to happen. You know, I guess it, it was always that's the whole reason why the fight started. Um, yeah, so I would say this is this show is really giving at this point, 
And I like if you thought Succession was going to take a long time, when the fuck is season two coming out? I imagine it's going to come out twenty twenty four. Is my okay. guess. They're supposed to start filming. I read that they're supposed to start filming in the spring. Mm. So if they start filming in the spring, they'll probably wrap up uh, sometime in the summer, and then they gotta edit. So I, I imagine, imagine it's gonna come much, out in twenty twenty four. Oh, this show is so much work to make. Yeah, so I wouldn't expect anything next year, but that's why we're getting Succession next year uh, to kind of yeah, fill the gap, that. right? Yeah, because those are their two. I mean, that's their that's their thing, and they're probably the two most popular shows on TV mm-hmm. at this point. Yeah. And for good reason. Uh, all right, so let's talk about episode nine first. Uh, the Green Council. Um, so basically, this show, this episode starts off, and you get like this really cool like sequence that like camera shots of the whole red keep when nobody's in the rooms. And I was like, look how basic these rooms look when nobody's in there, when it's not lit up, when it's just dead. It looks so dark and cold and dreary. And, but when people are in there having meetings, that shit be looking so cool. Um, but yeah, they go through the whole thing and they're showing like it's, you know, it's like the Christmas shows when they be like, it's not even a stir, not even a mouse. <laughs> yeah. And then you see this little boy leaving Viserys' room. And I said, oh, the little boy found him dead. That is so sad. And he goes and he tells Talia that the king's dead. And Talia goes and tells Allison. And Allison is visually hurt by this. Um, she yeah, is she, sad. Yeah. Because, yeah. you know, she probably didn't want to fuck Viserys, but she came to love Viserys, I think. Yeah. The person. Yeah, he was definitely one of the better options at the end of the day. And so she was sad, and she goes to tell Otto. And the first thing that Plotness Otto says is, Absolutely. who else knows? And she said, my handmaid knows Talia. And some, you know, the little boy who found him, a couple other people, like a couple of the maids and stuff. That's it. Nobody, nobody important knows. And he's like, have them, have them basically have them quarantined. They can't leave the castle. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we'll start to make decisions after that. And he, she goes, you know, last night before he died, right? Mm-hmm. I, was, I was talking to him and I was, you know, telling him how much I love him. And he basically told me that, you know, he want Aegon to sit on the, to to be his successor, and Otto looked at her like, "Look at you plotting with me without even having to do it." And he did that. He basically <laughs> did that wink, wink, like, "I yeah. got you, I got you." Yeah. yeah he wanted, and she's he like, "No, no, 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 no." Yeah. He's like, "Uh huh, sure, he did." Because this shit is unbelievable. <laughs> and, but Allison truly believes this shit because that's I what know. she thought that nigga said. <laughs> And so she. But wait, can I tell you two things? One is when they replayed that, like to get this show, the episode started, and um, it's like so fucking clear. Like he's like he gives so much context that she ignores just because she hears Aegon's name. And then secondly, um, we never talked about this in the episode, but you know, at the moment that Viserys died, he said, "My love," because he was seeing Emma in heaven. Mm. Yeah, I think I thought we said that in episode eight. Oh well, I, well anyway, it just it really hit me again at the. Well, you were emotional. Part. I mean, he loved that woman, and he was really like, "I've been fucking this 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 girl that became like a whole woman, but like I really miss you, girl." That's what that's what I thought. So uh, Talia likes these lights in the window, which is yep. basically sending a sign 
to the white worm, letting her know that the king's dead because she got to pass the tea. And I love that. I love that they had a like they had a signal waiting. Like, girl, when I like the when I like the menorah, just know it's up. Yep. So then they cut to the green council, which is what we're gonna call them, but in the the, the um in the council room. And mm-hmm. Thailand busted the door like, y'all woke me up at two in the morning. What yeah. the fuck happens? Did the dorm get <laughs> invaded? Like, what the fuck? You couldn't wait till the morning. And Otto's like, the king is dead. But Sarah's uh-huh. the peaceful. And, and Tyler's basically like, oh shit, my bad. <laughs> uh <laughs> and by the way, by the way, peaceful is a better a better way to describe flop. But I in hindsight, a flop king is a peaceful king. <laughs> Like yeah, he has nothing team. happening. That's what he did. Yeah. So anyway, Viserys the Peaceful is a is a nice way to remember that man who is a great father. Everyone. Viserys said. I mean, Otto says. You know, we'll all mourn him. He ruled over a peaceful time. Uh, well, but yep, he left us a gift with his last breath. He told the queen that his son Aegon should succeed him as Lord of the Seven Kingdoms. <laughs> And everybody was looking at this nigga like, sure he did, bro. Well, listen, my dad used to have this phrase. He would say, like, you know, you got to cry for 22 seconds and keep it moving. And Otto literally said, looked at his watch and said, all right, well, back to the plotting. And so, um, yeah, nobody believes it at all. And you notice he didn't put his ball down until after this to, like, officially start the meeting. And then Tylen goes, Tylen basically goes, well, all right, then, nigga, let's get right to our plan. Yeah, then. Great. So, yeah, okay, we, we can talk go about here. this out loud now. Dope. Yeah, we gotta make sure we we move these uh we move these funds from the one account to the other account so that <laughs> you know that our account don't get overdrawn and nobody can fuck with them. Gotta, Niggas you know, had savings accounts, they had stuff in the mattress waiting on this moment. I got the emails already in draft yeah. to send out to the Starks <laughs> and Storms in. To make I told sure my girl, I told my girl that like, bruh, if this shit pop off, I won't be home. So she's not even waiting on me. She already know what the deal is. Like he had it already in prep. And then the maester's like, "Well, we got to do this and we got to do that." And Allison's looking at all these people like, "Hold up, y'all been plotting to put Aegon on the throne this whole time? What the fuck? Where was I with this shit?" And Ada <laughs> was like, "Oh, we didn't want to sully the queen's name by getting you involved in this <laughs> or whatever." And Allison's like, yeah, "What are y'all talking about? Like, this is absurd." And this made me respect Allison a little bit because it shows that she was not like she was being manipulated this entire time. And later this episode, she brings it up to Otto, but she yeah. she truly thought that she had to help Aegon because he was his life was at at his life was at risk. And in this meeting, she realized that that it was never about his life being at risk. It was about these men plotting. Mm -hmm. But by the way, I think that like manipulated is definitely a way to view her. I'm not going to say like, you know, as strongly as I have said in the past, but what I felt like since Laris did his stuff against his family. And I, and I think this is true now is like, she's been like, will I feel like she's been like willfully ignorant, like, like, willfully turning an eye and now i get that she's appalled but how are you actually appalled when you reinstalled the nigga who like otto's been like this the whole time so it's kind of like where's your confusion at now does she did they do it behind her back and do i think that was a real reaction like absolutely but i also think that like she she knew that they were that come on your dad your father was sitting the throne 
She thought that Otto was saying this out of protection of her kid. She thought she was like, yeah, he's being aggressive, but he's doing he's being overly aggressive because he really wants to stabilize the realm and he don't want he don't want he don't want Renair to kill my kids. That's what she thought. You can call her naive. Absolutely. That's what she thought. Naive, but I also think it was willful because I do just feel like she brought her daddy back knowing that the reason she brought him back was for herself. She saw her dad literally sitting the Iron Throne holding meetings. Like, so, so, you know, speaking for her, for Viserys without actually conferring with him. So I do think that she was genuinely surprised, but I'm just saying like, you got to do better. Like, I know that she has all these things. She's a woman. She's not that she doesn't have the power in that time, but you literally are the only person who has the visibility to do something about it. So it is her responsibility. But, but here's the thing. Anyway. But uh-huh. now, but now she heard Viserys say that Aegon is the prince that's promised and that only him can stop what's coming. That's what Aegon, that's what Viserys said at, in that moment. And so mm-hmm. now, even though she's appalled that these niggas have been plotting, she's basically like, yeah, y'all are wrong. But y'all doing the right thing wrongly yeah, at this it, point. Exactly, but it's mad convenient. That's all I'm saying. It is convenient, but I think that's how they wrote it. Uh, they sure. wrote it in a way that can be convenient, but in in the story, it is convenient, but it also gives her an out to an extent. Yeah. Uh, and so Lord Beesbury st- stands up and says, "Hold yes. on, he's the king. I stand for the. This is the king, the rightful king, Lord Beesbury." He says, I am 60, 70 years old. I've known Viserys seven longer than... 7 and 60. I am 7 and 60. 7 and 60. <laughs> I've known Viserys longer than all y'all put together. If he wanted to name Aegon his heir, he'd have he done that shit. that shit. Every he time. was like, but That's then he said, I just saw the king last night. He was well. I was like, uh, well is a bit of a stretch. Yeah. <laughs> that man had no arm and a half a face. He, he was not said, well. He said he knew his name. <laughs> He knew yeah, his he, name. He knew what day it was. He knew who the president was. <laughs> it took him five minutes to walk to his seat. Like, he, I don't know if well is the right word, but he was he was alive. I would say that he was alive. Yeah, he, he's basically saying like, bitch, he was not dead last time I saw him. So what what did you do different than what I than what I saw? He says, what y'all are doing is treason. This is seizure. And it, and it is. It and he is. said, and he said, um, and how about I know he died on his own? One of y'all could have slipped him some poison. I don't know. The fuck happened? I mean, he said, he said, bitch, mention it all because he saw how Vayman went out. He said, look, at the end of the day, y'all are doing some high stakes type bullshit and I got to speak up. And Otto said, which one of us you think killed the king? And Beesbury said, I don't know. I don't know. And I don't care. One of y'all or all of y'all. <laughs> yeah. But this is, I'm not going to stand for this shit. And the queen it still is letting this shit happen. And Krista Cole walks over and slams his hand down, like, sit down. And by the way, I don't think <coughs> he meant to kill him, but it's the second time he'd have killed somebody by accident. Listen. He, he slammed that man's head into that ball, and he was bleeding out. Yep. And I said, oh, God, he's the first death of the Dance of the Dragons. Listen, at this point, like, Kristen is just a murderer because at the end of the day, like, when he was jumping on... um on um joffrey he definitely could have stopped he did not stop and so when you talk about intent it does not kind of matter because once you have a chance to stop and you don't you did it i so, think he yeah. got anger problems oh he has a lot he's oh you know what i realized i said this on twitter i think that he's like the best 
No, not the best, but like he's the first example of an incel. Yes, <laughs> yes, that's what people have been calling him this whole season. Oh, He's an incel. Okay, cool. You guys beat me to it. Whatever. They beat you to that one. You had the flop king first, though. Okay, thank you. For, probably the only person calling him that, but I stand by it. But yeah, he um he's definitely like just uh killed Beesberry, who is like we said, like the only person standing on it. And he's like, look, at the end of the day, like this is crazy. Like, this is crazy. You're going to tell me his fucking gold digger wife, which I'm not saying that's what she is. I'm saying that's like the optics. You're telling me his gold digger wife is the only one who saw him and she conveniently decided that her um, that her son is a real king and not her mm-hmm. stepdaughter. Like, oh, convenient. So he speaks up and like you said, Cole overreacts and um, nobody, nobody like what's his name? What's the, the dude's the guard name? Um, oh, Harold Westerly. Yeah, Westerly. So Westerly is like, oh, if it's up, then it's stuck. Like he grabs his sword, and then um, Otto's basically like, no, nah, we're not gonna do this. Like now he says, uh, put your, he says, drop your sword and remove your cloak. Oh, he's yeah, basically he's, trying to fire him. Yeah, he, well, I mean, and he should be. That's literally like, if 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 you're telling me getting his dick wet would get him out of the guard, then this needs to also be on the list of things that defile a, a man. I think it's like killing somebody <coughs> in cold blood because you and don't then like the, what they said. The Grand Maester says. Maybe we should get this dead person up out of here. This yeah, is kind of like, unhealthy. Not good vibes. And Otto says, no one is leaving this goddamn room until we settle this shit. But at the end of the day, it's because they're just trying to keep it under wraps. Like, because they know how fast, you know, shit sails. And they're like, okay, we got to, we got to keep this under wraps so we can do our, our fuck shit uh, undercover. And so then they start talking again. And at this point, Allison is like, head is buried into her hands. She looks so uncomfortable. And she goes, Hold up, hold up. Shut the fuck up. What about Rhaenyra? Mm-hmm. And then Otto says, well, you know, you know, we'll give Rhaenyra a chance to bend the knee. And, and Otto, Allison's like, you know she ain't fucking bending no goddamn knee. And neither is Damon. And he and said... You, and, neither, and when I say we know there's if there's one person who we can... You can literally plan out what he's going to do. You don't have to make any guesses about if he's going to be with it or not, is Damon. And she says, you know that shit ain't gonna happen. So you want to kill him. That's what you want to do. You want to kill them. And Otto says, <coughs> sometimes killing the few is brings peace to the realm. And Allison said, the king did not wish for the murder of his fucking daughter. <laughs> and uh, the one dude next to him tried to say something. She was She basically did like the pinky for next Friday. Like, say it again. Say it again. I'm going to send you to the fucking wall. <coughs> is yeah, what basically. Said. But it's like, again, Kristen don't get a timeout. You didn't even send Kristen to, like, you can't send Kristen to his room? Come on, bro. Like, no consequences for Kristen. But anyway. And then, uh, so I was like, what would you, what do you want me to do? What, what you want me to do? And at this point, she's just in shock. And she don't say shit. And then Western Link, Otter says, okay, then, Fine. So, uh, Sir Harold West, Sir Westerling, take your knights to Dragonstone, make it quick, make it clean. <laughs> Westerling, like, Sir Westerling was like, what are you talking to, my nigga? What? I'm not doing this shit. I listen to the king. Last I checked, your name is Hightower, not Targaryen. I ain't listening to no fucking Hightower. Here's my cloak. Here's my sword. Call me back when there's a king. Also, by the way, by the way, this is what I meant, though, about Allison. Like, you knew that it was 
it was do or die in in this situation because the whole like you said her whole fear was that Rhaenyra would kill her son so Rhaenyra is definitely if according to her theory or how Otto is framing it it dangerous to her son if you took the throne from her overnight without telling her so it's like for her to for her to just like be like, oh, wait a minute, what about Rhaenyra? Is like, sis, you should have thought this through before. But you, you gotta remember, she didn't know they were doing this. No, that's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is that you always knew she was, she was a threat. So if, even if you were like trying to get, you, even if you were, she told her son, right? We talked about this before. She told him when he was still skinny. She said, "Look, you, you're going to be the king. You need to get it together. Like I'm training you to be the king. You're the rightful king." She knew that there was some path. She she hoped that there was some path and some reality where he took the throne so all i'm trying to say is that it seems like she didn't have a plan in mind of well you're missing one big important fact though what am i missing the last episode episode eight okay where they basically patched up and she said that he would be queen and she was basically softening on her stand. Right, right. No, no, I'm sorry. I just mean in general in life she should have thought this through that's i'm just saying that like if 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 i know that i have a, that if I know that, like, I'm going to take something from one kid and give to another, I need to know what I'm going to offer that other kid. And so all I'm saying is she's like, wait, what about Rainier? And it's like, how come you didn't think about this in the 15 years? I think that her years? plan this whole time was expose Rainier for being a mm-hmm. fraud. And then, and then she won't have a claim to the throne. And then Aegon would be in charge as opposed to I'm going to steal this shit from her in, this, in the heat of the night. Mm-hmm. And then yeah. send some pe- send some assassins to go kill her. I don't think Allison ever thought about doing that. But then once uh, again, she kind of does half of the dirty shit, even though she didn't plan on it, because of her lack of planning to do the right thing. That's all I'm gonna say. Yeah, well, her mind the right thing is Aegon being in charge, right? But I'm saying like instead of her planning to like have a way to tell Rhaenyra and deal with this, she does still do it in the middle of the night, even though she don't send the murderer, she still takes it from her without communicating to her and yeah. telling her what's up. So that's all I'm saying is like yeah, she still does the shit. Yeah, exactly. Even exactly. She won't kill people. She's still taking advantage of how like the ruthless people want stuff to get done. So yeah, um, okay, sorry. Well, at this point, I will say, I wouldn't say taking taking advantage is a word. I would say making the best of a shitty scenario. If my two options are Otto's in charge or I do it this way, I think her option is the the best out of those two, either though neither of them are good. Again, her third, but her third option is can keep the lineage the way that uh, that um, it was before Viserys was on his deathbed, and um, yeah, but she doesn't so believe in that, so that's not an option, right? But but it's an option. That's not an option because in I her think, mind, Viserys just told her that Aegon needs to be in charge, so that's not an option. But it was an option up until that very last moment. Yes, it was. Well, before that last moment. I think that's she was softening. That's why Otto was getting pissed at her. If you remember the last episode, yeah, yeah, you're right. Otto was getting mad and thought she was softening up. But and oh. it's not an option to her anymore because it's in her mind, because we know it's not true, but in her mind, her husband on his dying bed, because you've heard, like this is not just in Game of Thrones. You hear this in, like, in real life and all types of fiction. On my dying bed, my yeah. last... My last breath. This is my final wish, right? Top of type of shit. So the king's final wish on his deathbed in her mind was, I fucked up. Make sure Aegon gets in charge. Is essentially what she thought she heard. 
here okay here we go i got a better i got a great example and then we can move on so um i was in a a serious relationship for two years and then my ex-boyfriend had a friend and then but we were long distance and they were in the same city and they would hang out and i guess that like over time they bonded and like fell for each other some type of shit like that right if she comes to me and says i didn't mean to but now that i'm with him i'm about to take this nigga from you i'm not gonna go you know what girl your intentions were so good you know what i'm sorry like i get it like that's what i'm not gonna care like at the end of the day once you fall into doing the wrong thing but what if what if he told what if he told her he was no longer with her with you and now he's single and he wants to be with you Right. And now she May- told, and then she told you, I thought he was single, and that's why I'm right. with him. But and now exactly, I love him. Exactly, exactly, and that's the thing because there's still a like, I'm still pr- like, okay, and this is scenario in real life. She knew me, so it's like she had my number. So at this point in time, you're choosing because you don't really want to go down the path of following up with me and seeing that he's lying and not getting what you think you ulti- what you really ultimately want and feel like the universe is just opening up for you. So you didn't do your due diligence. You didn't make like, so because you didn't plan to do the right thing, you kind of let yourself slide into the wrong thing and then you double down on it. So what I'm saying is that I'm judging both of them, mostly my ex for doubling down on it. Because once you knew you was going on that path and you was like, all right, fuck it, I really want to do this anyway. That's what I really think is down at the end of the day for Allison. So all I'm saying is like, yeah, yeah I think she, Allison always wanted Aegon on right. the throne. And I don't exactly. And I don't think it was only to save her, his life and keep Renier. I think she wanted him on the throne. And, the, and that's, I don't think she wanted that necessarily at 14 years old, but I do think. No, I, she definitely didn't want it then. But I always at some point thought that she knew that if I'm going to listen to my daddy, at least this nigga is going to pimp me out to the, the the nigga with the most gold in the kingdom. I genuinely don't think that she, and I kept telling you all throughout. Yeah, but we know the she, answer to that because right. they had the conversation later. But I'm just saying, I just think all throughout this season, she's she's not always exercised the options she has. And one thing about Rhaenyra is that Rhaenyra will exercise her fucking options. And and my Rhaenyra has more, started with more privilege, all that, blah, blah, blah. But that's all I want to say. So we can get back to it. That's my final thoughts on Allison. I'm sorry for the No, time there's more Allison. Shared. There's a bunch of Allison this that's episode. That's my final thoughts on the rap. That's my thought on her arc, but whatever. Keep going. So then you go to Helena. And Helena's in there talking this nonsense because, you know, she's like uh, one of those people that just be screaming outside on the, to have a speaker. Like in oh, my York. God. Yeah, she's a black Israelite. Yeah, she's a black Israelite. She's a sovereign citizen. No, she's, I mean, she's more of like, I, she's she's a Wednesday Adams character. And I love, I love somebody who's like not really tethered to our reality. But is this? Because she's a dreamer. But yeah, she don't put that shit in. She don't be yeah, like, you know, I had a, I had a dream last night, and this is gonna happen. She just, it's a I piece just, beneath the boards. I, I would have preferred them to just make her straight up goth, like really goth her out, like let her, let her be trying to dye her hair black, just to not be a target. But whatever. Yeah. So they walk in because, sorry, we kind of got off track. So when when um Allison and Otto were talking, no, that's what happened. That's what happened. Yeah, no, is, no. Well, I'm just saying, like, I feel like if you're listening. To us, you would forget where we were. Otto and Allison were talking. They're, um, Otto's now the only one who knows who at a high level. So they're now going to go find Aegon. And the main reason they're about to go find Aegon, and because I, I want to speed through some of this, is that 
um, Aegon is now king, technically, in their minds, and they need to go get that nigga in a, in a room somewhere, get his mind right, and let him know, like, bro, we're about to install you immediately. Like, because Otto, by what we saw with him and Jason Lannister and others, he has a plan for, like, this is how we're going to overtake the throne, like, literally overnight. And whether we kill Rhaenyra or not, this is going to happen because we're in King's Landing and she's at Dragonstone. And then Allison, I think, was was maybe just, like, I want to get in his ear first to save to save Rhaenyra's life because she kind of felt like or knew that if Otto got to him first, Otto would be able to be like, you know, you got to kill them, right? And like, she could kind of get pushed out of it. So well, that's exactly what happened. So well, Otto... Yeah, but I, I'm just saying from like at that point in the episode. An important part is Otto finds Sir Eric, who is Aegon's basically guard, main guard, and tells him, hey, take your twin. Don't tell nobody. Take off your cloaks. Go, yeah. Don't let nobody see you. And go find him. And go find this dude and bring him back to me. Do not take him to the queen. Do not take him. Take him directly to my office, basically. basically and so, wait, so, sorry. And one thing we I just feel like we didn't clarify. So when they went into the room to go find him, they went to go find what's the girl's name? The, the wife, Helena. Helena and Helena was yelling about the beast beneath the boards, which I think is an Easter egg. Like I think that's going to be a big season two thing. I think that's actually how, um, like. Some of, some of Allison's kids are going to die from the beast beneath the boards. I'm going to call that right now. Like that, whoever that is, is a nigga who's going to, like, that's why she keeps yelling about it because she knows it's, it's a wrap. Um, and so he, she's like, he's not here, basically. So then they leave the chambers and now they're like, where the fuck is he? Because he's not in the castle. So they looked at all his rooms. I guess he had room, multiple rooms. He's not nowhere in the castle. So yes, now Eric and Eric are running to go find him and then um Allison is like oh shit so she goes to Kristen and is like you need to go find him and Amon just has- No but you're you're glossing over this too fast. She says to Kristen if you if you all the love you have for me as your queen. I was like what the fuck is going on here? Like what kind of blood oath is this nigga taking to you? You already know they're they're butt buddies, bro. Yeah, but they're not fucking <laughs> So, like, what's going on they're, here? They're the type of... First of all, they could be dry humping. <laughs> they're the type of bonded... That joke is maybe... That's a specific joke for, like, the... Like, that's for people who go to BYU. They're bonding in a way where, like, they think they're superior to everyone else. So, they have... They, def, they have something greater than sex. They have, like, a superiority bond with each other. <laughs> so, he tells them to go find them. And then Amon's there... And Amon's like, I'll go. Lurking. I need to go with him. My boy is lurking in the corner, okay? And she's like, no, I'm not sending you out there. He go, She goes, Ma. He basically like, Ma, you think Eric, Sir Eric's the only person that know his dirt? That nigga took me to the street of silk to get some pussy when I was 13. I know what the fuck he be doing. Let me go with let me go with Sir Kristen. He's a square. He don't know where any of this shit is. True. I can show him True. where this stuff is at, and we'll get him. And then Kristen was like, yeah, he's right. I am a square. I do yeah, need he's him. Like, he's like, I, you trying to send him undercover? And, you know, Sir Christopher be like, hello, fellow children. Like, that's kind of how, like, that Steve Buscemi meme. Anyway, so he's like, yo, you need me. Um, So they send, basically, so now there's two teens going to go find the the, the prince uh, to be Yeah, king. so Amon and, and uh, Kristen, Kristen and Cole. And Eric and Eric, the twins. Yeah, Amon and Kristen Cole, they go to the Street of Silk where we saw Damon take uh, Rhaenyra earlier in the season uh, to the brothel and 
the the madam comes to the door, and this nigga Kristen Cole is so bad at his job. He goes, uh, me and my drinking buddies yesterday, you know, we got too drunk and we left one of my buddies here. And she's like, oh yeah, really? Who? And he goes, well, it's a delicate matter, madam. Um, you know, I need you to have some discretion. Like I know your people usually have. Oh no! Before that, this was so funny. <coughs> before that. He walks up and Amon's telling him, like, yeah, Aegon took me here when I was 13 because, you know, I guess he wanted to show me what I needed to be done. But then what he actually said was, I need to show you how to get it wet. <laughs> and then Aegon, and it's, Kristen Cole was like, I don't like that kind of talk about women. All women are a piece I, of their mother. Exactly. <laughs> and I'm like, bro, you literally call Rhaenyra the C word. I'm like, yo, this dude is a, he's the worst. He's the worst. He's like he is being like he's like uh like uh Mr. Umar calling all the women queens while being disrespectful to all women anyway. Uh, what do Umar be what did Dr. Umar be doing? Don't please don't call him doctor. Mr. Umar. <laughs> Wait, he don't have a PhD? No, no, he's not a PhD. <laughs> wait, you're lying to me. You wait, wait, hold on, hold on. No, Umar this does not have a goddamn PhD. Wait, <laughs> what? why is he Dr. Umar? Exactly. Are you joking right now? Exactly. Are you <laughs> <laughs> Just like I'm he got a school. Yeah, okay. Have you seen that fucking school? <laughs> Please. This is why I'm podcast with you. That's the funniest shit I ever heard. Kristen you Cole know. is Mr. Umar <laughs> calling all women queens. They all queens, except he gonna disrespect them when they don't fuck them. Okay, thank you, thank you, thank you for that. That laugh was worth the whole episode. Okay, so basically, yeah, like they're but but but, but he's not there. Um, so they're like, she's like, yeah, oh, you mean the you mean the Targaryen nigga? Yeah, he only come on Tuesdays. No, she ba- no, she basically said, oh, he, oh, we too upscale for him. He like it more gritty. He yeah. like it more ratchet than this. Like this is the upscale shit for him. He don't want to go to the Bunny Ranch in Las Vegas. He want to go. <laughs> oh my God, I remember the Bunny Ranch. He, this like this is the bunny ranch. This is where the high rollers come. He not about that life. Oh my god! And then when it was leaving, the madam looked at Amy and he was like, "Hmm, you done grown up, son." Yeah. And I was like, "She must have been the one that fucked him." Yeah. Um. So and then by the way, to the other <coughs> team, Eric, Eric, and Eric are like, "All right, I think he be going here." So they basically go to like instead of the cockfighting, they have <laughs> they have child fighting. Yes. Where they sharpen their teeth and their nails. <laughs> what the fuck? Dog, I just realized how insane that is. They have little kids. There was like a, a biracial one. And then this, but guess what? I want my money because then they say, I told you it was a Targaryen bastard running around. Yeah, you were time. right. Yes. And so I'm, I'm Well, not now. Apparently it's multiple. Yes. According to the twin, according to Sir Eric. So I'm out of order, but basically they're like, had the kids fighting and, and, Eric is like, bruh, this, uh, I'm going to just use the names interchangeably and you just know whichever one is for Rhaenyra, one is for Eric. E, Eric is for Rhaenyra. Eric. Just say it like that. Eric. Cause that's how they spell his name with an A. Okay. I'm going to try. Eric is is with the, with the greens. I'm going to try, but it's like context. So anyway, um, what the one is like, bro, 
this is how this nigga's living like how does he like this and the other one's like i don't i mean that's just i just do my job basically and then the, the other one is like oh, are you serious like look he literally has a bastard and like they basically like turn it's like when um tom kicked open the bathroom door to see shorts and his dress which again if you watch vpr it the, for a very small subset of people who watch vanderpump rules and also listen to this podcast so he is like, bro, look at this. And they pan to, or cut to a, a little blonde, clearly Targaryen child just sitting in a corner somewhere. And it's like, that's this nigga's son. No, but it's worse. They're basically saying that his bastard, he sires these bastards and then has, and then they have fight. his bastards fight yeah, in the fight sick. club. <laughs> They're not just there. They fighting. That nigga's sick. Yeah, I was, I was hoping that, that I heard that wrong. So, yeah. He's not fit to be king and i and i think that like we have a we don't have a lot of good choices to be real with you of who should be king but this nigga is not fit he even knows that he knows i'm not yeah that's why he's hiding king. that's why so, he, he he felt something that morning he woke up and said let me get the fuck up out this castle because some shit gonna pop off today so, so he, then they cut to otto otto's talking to all the uh rich republican families <laughs> and uh they are uh, he's like all right listen i know y'all don't fuck with trump but we need y'all money and he'll he'll cut y'all taxes. So tell me you pledged to him and everybody and everybody business except like two people. And then oh, these Rhaenyra two people are like is Hillary. That's insane. And the two people were like, I can't do this. Like I, and one what purpose like, I need to talk to my wife. And he's like, You ain't leaving <laughs> you ain't leaving this goddamn room until you tell me what you're doing. And then the other dude was like, uh, "Stop, my boy! That is literally." He was like, "I gotta go tell my people. Hold on, I just really gotta check with them. I don't know if they're gonna be able to." And they like halt. And so the other dude, the other woman was like, "Yeah, dog, I pledged the oath to Rhaenyra. I'm sorry, she was a stand up person." And so the last dude was looking. He was like, "Uh, let me try to outsmart these dudes." He was like, "I I can never support no woman for king. I pledge my allegiance to Sir." King Aegon bends his knee. And Loris is looking at him the whole time from this rafters. <laughs> like, oh, this nigga, he, he's nigga full of shit. Um, and we'll get back to him. Um, mm-hmm. So then you already talked about the fight club. Um, so we talked about that. And so while they were in the fight club, though, what we didn't bring up is this black girl rose up on Sir Eric, the yes. twins. And was like, hey, listen, I, I got what you need. And they were like, I'm not trying to buy no pussy. Fuck out of here. <laughs> And they, she was like, listen, I'm not trying to sell you nothing. I, well, I'm not trying to sell you that. But the white worm got Aegon. Which is, first of all, a crazy nickname. The white worm. I hate and, that. And she only she only want to talk to the hand, though. So you go tell the hand to meet us. Uh, mm-hmm. To meet bring us at his, Sweet Greens. Bring his highborn ass down here. Wait, did you say Sweet Greens? Yeah, meet us at Sweet get Greens. That's what they said. Come meet us at Sweet Greens. We can talk down there. They got Wi Fi. No, no, she said, meet me at the swap meet, nigga. All right, we're going to be over at the tents where they reselling CDs and tell that nigga dress down, okay? We don't want no, we don't want no ops peeping us. I see you there. Be there, nigga. Meanwhile, bald homies trying to sneak out. To go tell Rhaenyra what the fuck's going down. Yeah, so he's just like at the gate, just like, all right, hopefully they won't see me. And they like, uh, where do you think you're going, sir? And they pull him down. I'm like, okay, so they're literally, are they? So they proceed to lynch this man. Well, before that, he brings him in and Laris is there. So that's how you know he snitched. And Otto, this, this is the funniest part. Otto was like, 
And Lars was like, he was trying to sneak out to go tell Rhaenyra. And the, the, the dude was like, I did nothing of the such. I pledged to King Agar. You think I support a right. woman? What the fuck do I look like? I'm a patriarchy at his best. <clears throat> and then Alda was like, oh, all right, then. So um, where was you going? This nigga didn't even make up a lie. He couldn't you even were- come up with a lie. I mean, I just would be like, home. I like to use my own bathroom. <laughs> couldn't even come up with a lie. And he was like, and so Otto was like, did good, uh, Lord Lars, but uh, Lord yeah. Strong. But uh, hey, I noticed you uh, been following around my daughter a little bit. And then Lars was like, there's no reason those hours couldn't benefit you. He's like, yeah, I, I could fuck both of y'all at the same time. Lord Hand. Really not a and I was like, yo, this dude is up to something. Uh, but here's a, here's a bigger piece of this, right? Like, because Allison is kind of like, like, kind of like being so passive, she's definitely easily. Like, this is really going to mess her up at the end of the day because Otto would throw her out at any point if he could. Like, he's not loyal to her at all. So if Laris, who she kind of thinks is, like, evil but is still kind of on her side at the end of the day, is actually on Otto's side and, like, you know, she comes to him for... Like, I just imagine a scenario in which she's, like, needing his help and Otto's really, like, clearly wants her to do something. And Mm -hmm. then Laris is like, "Mm, I actually think that's a good idea. Like... That's gonna that's gonna influence her. Oh, that's definitely gonna happen. So then they cut to Allison because uh, we saw uh, Princess Renice locked up in her room earlier, and so Allison shows up in Renice's room. Yeah, they and lock Ray- her up immediately too because they're like, they're like, and Renice is like, her. it better be a good goddamn reason why you got me Period. locked up. And she said, um, she looks at her and she goes, Viserys is dead, and. Vrainice was like, oh, damn, that's fucked up. And then she's looking at it, and she was like, oh, y'all niggas trying to take the throne. And Allison was like, yeah, I can't. Look, why don't you come over to this side, right? Like, listen, they, they look, the blacks, they killed you. They got your daughter killed, right? I she mean, got burned by the dragon with Damon's shitty baby. Yeah, your Damon. your son yeah, got Damon, killed. Let's be clear, Damon is is not. I don't know if there's any link to actually actually edit that out. Never mind. <laughs> Never your, mind. Your, look, Renee killed your your baby son because he was gay and couldn't give her no couldn't give her no uh, legitimate heirs. Them kids, it's not your grandkids, and you know that they got black hair. She finally said it. Uh, she was like, and your husband went to fight in this stupid ass war, and he left you. Them niggas don't fuck with you. Come over here. We'll give you Driftmark. You'll be the Lord of Driftmark. You can pass it on to your granddaughters, your real granddaughters, your black granddaughters, uh, Bela and Raina, and you can keep that shit in the family. And we'll make sure it's all good. And you can go back to Driftmark and just live your life. And Rainey's just like, my word, the word of my house mm-hmm. is not fickle. And she, uh, she want to leave, but she like, bro, this is not a good precedence. And so Allison says, listen, then she tried to butter up to her. She goes, listen. And I do believe her a little bit here, but she was definitely trying to butter up to her. She goes, listen, I love my husband. I stood by his side when he had half a face and no arm. I was still fucking that nigga every night because I did love him. I helped him play with his Legos. I got him comic books. <laughs> like I did all that shit. But we both know <coughs> you should have been queen. Viserys should have been a rich white man living in the countryside in some big ass castle where he can play with his fucking Legos and watch Netflix and grow his garden 
and do his lawn work and chill. But the patriarchy put him in charge when it should have been you, and we both know this. Uh, so why don't you make it right this time? And she's like, we can't, we women, we can't be in charge. But what we can do is guide these men to make sure they don't burn all this shit to the fucking ground. And Ray Nice looked at her and said, oh, you, you believe in that shit. And she was like, uh, you may say it's peace, but you, what she said, I think she said, you don't, you just want, you don't want to be free. You just want to have a window in your cell. And I was like, that is a great fucking line. <clears throat> you don't want to be free. You just want a window in your prison cell. And Rainey said, she was like, look, you, I do what I have to do for my people. Isn't that what's best for people in charge? Which was a theme of what you heard with Rainier in the next episode, which I thought was interesting how they tied that together. Um, and then Rainey's was like, all right, you wasn't, she was like, you rising than I thought, but, uh, you ain't never want to sit on the throne like yourself. You ain't want to be in charge. And Allison ain't say shit. And she was like, oh, I see what's going on here. And then Allison was like, come talk to me when you make your decision, stay your ass in this fucking room and left. Um, so then, yeah, I mean, I would, so I'm in, I was interested in that moment in like the, the previews because i didn't know like how the fuck that came together with her asking her if she wanted to be on the throne but i will say this like for allison she's um she's definitely one of those people who like the person who becomes powerful in the end is going to take her like off catch her off guard every time because she's like playing she's only like playing the game with the people right in front of her and so it's like she has literally no relationship with rayness like she never gave a fuck about her losing her whatever like she never tried to befriend her welcome her to the like all the stuff so like welcome her to the to the palace and teach her certain like not teach her treat her certain ways so I say all that to say like she kind of lost it in the end because even though um she felt like Rhaenyra had a intention or you know whatever behind her stuff at the end of the day Rhaenyra still like gave her the respect she deserved for the most part or like offered her something for her house and I mean Rhaenyra did quote unquote kill her her son, which is wild that she still like stands on that. But my point is to be that Allison, like, she sees through everybody, but Allison is like the most transparent. Mm-hmm. And so then um Allison, uh the twin oh, so basically the twins and Otto, uh Sir Eric and Eric are meeting with the white worm. And Otto says, are you a white worm or another whore in this fucking game? Uh, he said, another peel in this steak and onion. And then Masaria shows up with this horrible accent. Just the worst accent. I keep telling you, I keep telling you she can't figure out, figure out which island she's from. And it's terrible. I keep t- I've said that since the beginning. Yeah, I don't know what's going on with this accent, but it's, it's not good uh, at all. And like I think we're gonna find out this is literally a white woman. <laughs> like she's not even like a woman of color. She's not API. Like this is literally like a woman from Connecticut. This is Dorit making up. No, I think she is Asian. I think she's an Asian woman. Okay, well I didn't mean to um, I didn't mean to say she's not Asian. I just meant to say that it's like not giving it's not giving ethnicity the way it's supposed to be. But it's a bad accent. Yeah, and she says, I I want to get <laughs> um the, the fights in flea bottom to stop and 
you need to end this kid fighting, and the crown is complicit. And Otto's like, ah. Wait, you right, know that, yeah, like, that sounds like, wait, what villain? That sounds like a movie villain who, like, do you know what I'm, t- I'm referring to, like, who talks slowly to... Do you know what? It's like a, like, I feel like it's like a Bond villain who talks like that. Can you? Oh, oh my God. It's going to drive me crazy. All right. Sorry. Keep going. It could be a Bond villain. Or like, it's like, or like a recent like movie villain where it's like a, in a, like a, a Batman villain. It's just somebody who like you, talks like that very slowly and uses a computer. Or I saw it in a movie recently and that's why I'm, oh, fuck. All right. Anyway, keep going. Uh, so it's basically she wants some money. And she wanted to stop the kid fighting, and she'll tell him where Aegon is. Um, By the way, sis, like raise your price. Like you got the kid, you got the hand right here. Are you asking for peace in the Middle East? Like, girl, get the ducats. And so he says, "All right, then here's this big ass bag of money. Uh, so take this big bag of fucking money, and then uh, where's he at?" And she's like. Oh, he uh he had to he had to sept. Just go, I'm hiding that nigga in plain sight. Go get him, basically. Mm-hmm. And um, excuse me. And then so, so um he's like, all right, like the knights are right there with him. So he sent Eric and him, and they um and that nigga's like hiding under the place. Isn't he where the candles are? Yeah, he's right under where they remember when Rhaenyra and Allison yeah, were praying together yep. after her mama died. And I just want to say this. I've been drunk before. I've never been drunk that I could just lay under a table for six hours. Like, this man is going through it. He ain't want to be there. But it's it's more entertaining. He ain't, like, it's just places he could have hid where he would have, like, not been so bored. That's all I'm saying. But anyway, so they find him. They pull him out. And, um, oh, one thing to, one thing to notice is that, like, Arik... Throughout, no, Eric throughout the situation, the one who like does not like see it for him, is he's not really like doing anything to capture him. Like he's there with his brother and has his back, but he's not like about to tussle. He's not about to like um, go the extra mile because he really is like, bro. It's better if this if this boy never gets found. Yeah, because he knows how terrible he is. Yep, he knows he's terrible, and so he. Um... They go get they they send the twins to go get him. He runs out. Kristen Cole and Amon are there. Um, yeah, they're waiting outside because they got tipped off. So basically, um, even though they twins did the did the work to find him, um, a, uh, Amon and Kristen were like right place, right time. Yeah. So then um, they they do this little fight, this yeah, little tit fight. for tat, and Aegon and again, again. Eric is not involved involving himself. No, he's just standing there watching them. Sir Kristen Cole, we know he got hands, so he wanted to fight because he's been fucking everybody up this whole time. And the, listen, the Blacks going to have to find somebody to match him. Because, th- you know, Damon's their top fighter so far, we know. But the only reason we know Kristen Cole is because he beat, he beat Damon in the first episode mm-hmm. at the tournament. So they're going to have to find somebody to fuck with Kristen Cole uh, if they yeah, want to win this war. But uh, at the end of the day, Damon got a dragon, so shit. And so, uh, basically, Amon run, runs down and jumps on Aegon. He's like, let me go, brother. He was like, is it true that my daddy died? And he's like, yeah, he did. And they want to make you king. He's like, well, I don't want that shit. And spits on him. 
He's like, I'm really not the one. And he's like, nigga, I know. And so he's like, look, there's a there's a boat right there. We can go there and sail away and never have to think about this shit again. Like Lenor. And Amon's like, oh, I'm a listen, you can get on that boat. I will happily take my place as king. I've been training for this shit my whole life. Yeah, by the way, that, that is something that Amon said before. He's like, nigga, I'm the one. I'm the one reading Shakespeare. I'm the one getting up at 530 hitting the gym. He's not doing shit. Why should he be king? So we already have a rivalry there. And like Amon at the at the end of the day is like, like that nigga, I told you that nigga's a ninja. Like he's literally been training for this shit. So then they cut the house in the auto. Otto's basically like, well played. And Alex is like, this ain't no game, my nigga. That's my son. This is like, what the fuck? These are people's lives. It's my former best friend you're trying to kill. <laughs> he and- is literally like, Haha, you did it. She's like, I'm really having a bad day right now. Can you chill? And Otto's like, it's the good of the family, but we need to be one. And Allison was like, listen, I used to believe all this shit you was telling me. You know, it was about Aegon's life and it's good for the realm. And you don't want to start a war. But this was all bullshit, and I was bullshit to you. I was just a piece that you moved around the board. And then Otto said, if that's true, then I made you queen. Mm-hmm. And Otto said it was a sacrifice for the good of the realm. And Allison said, and she was like, she's like, sacrifice for the good of the realm, and sometimes you got to kill people for that. Like, you don't stop being weak. And Allison said, my reluctance to murder is not weakness. Mm-hmm. And she was like, I got Aegon, and I'm going to proceed how I see fit. And she's like, I'm going to send Rhaenyra some terms, true terms. And because my, my husband would want this mercy. And then Otto said, oh, your husband or or your for, for you because your former best friend. Like, it doesn't like, matter what the reason is. And I was like, Otto, you know, good goddamn well, Viserys would not want. Even if you even if Viserys did tell I tell I tell mm-hmm. um, Allison yeah. that he wanted Aegon on the throne. You know, good goddamn well he didn't want to kill his daughter. Yeah, like literally. Even in that scenario. Uh, and so she says, listen, uh, Aegon going to be crowned tomorrow in front of all the people. We're going to round them up like cattle and bring them into the stadium. Literally get niggas out of their beds. And bring them He's going to gonna wear Aegon the Conqueror's crown. He's going to carry his sword and he's going to get confirmed. Uh, he's gonna have his inauguration and get confirmed by the high scepter in front of everybody tomorrow. So be there, and then you get this scene. Can you hear this? Did yeah. you hear that? Yep. You can hear that. Yep. Okay, I'm gonna play the scene and we'll talk about it as it goes on. Because hopefully, can you see it, you know? Yeah, we're good. Okay. Your grace. Look at Alice's face. She's like, God damn it. I had a long fucking goddamn day. This nigga's in my office. The hour is late, Lord Laris. I have found out something you should know. At this point, when she's making this face, at first I thought she just had a long fucking day and she don't want to hear what this nigga had to say, but it might be important. But this face is something else entirely <laughs> after this scene. If you asked yourself, I wonder, 
how it is that your father, the hand, found Egon first. And Lars is looking at her like, you know what to do. So she takes her shoes off. And I was like, okay. There is a web of spies at work in the bread keep. Along its my feet hurt too. (laughs) She got her socks on now. She just got her feet up. And I'm like, she getting real comfortable around this nigga. Threads travels news of all our doings. Your father knows this. But has left it in place. More than once it has proved advantageous to those willing to feed the weaver. And this weaver watches me. Yo, look at his face. He's like, that's going to cost you. Um. Lars is like, listen. I'm going to need a three-month subscription to your OnlyFans for free. Right now. Three months. And Allison was like, all right, I guess this is worth three months. So she takes her socks off. And I was like, this is definitely some fetish shit. One of the little spiders is your lady-in-waiting. Talia. There are more like her. Even I do not know their number. He is literally licking his lips. There is one way to destroy his advantage. It must be taken out at the head. When the queen dies... The bees fly without purpose. Begging your pardon for the turn of phrase, Your Grace. I assume this task falls within your expertise. If you wish it, it will be done. Then she puts her feet all the way up. And this nigga starts jacking his dick right in front of her. What'd you think when you saw this scene, Chanel? Absolutely the fuck not. Huh? I just thought absolutely the fuck not. What is going Huh? And the fact <laughs> that you're breaking it down this way it makes a lot more sense. To my like, oh, this is what they were doing the whole time. I literally thought that um that he was just like, he just happened to do that. And she like, I thought she had a long day and I thought she was putting her feet up and she was like, I don't care if you see my feet at this point because I am tired and I don't care about decorum. So, and then I thought he was doing that on the side, like why she didn't know. I'm now realizing through the second watch that this is a uh, form of currency for him 
and that she is uh, fulfilling something by showing this to him, which is just in, I mean, foot fetish, like foot fetish, but make it inaccessible in the early, the early uh, centuries. Yeah. I mean, this was, this was quite the scene. Uh, (laughs) This was quite the scene. And, you know, Lars, you know, I think Alice has got to be like the Erica Badu of this world or, you know, or Trina <laughs> where, you know, all these niggas are willing to do all types of shit for her. Like all types of shit. Christy oh. Cole will go to the end of the world for her and he's not even fucking her. But by the way, I don't actually see this as him doing anything for her. I see this as her being stuck doing this for him so that he will help her. He could have asked Rhaenyra to see Rhaenyra's feet. He asked Rhaenyra that. He asked Allison that. Right, but I'm saying that I feel like he has stuff over on her and uses that. I I think this uh, is I like, see. yeah, I don't think this is like a um. Weird well, she don't people. seem that happy about it. It just yeah, seemed like yeah, it's something she got to do. Exactly. <laughs> um. So then, uh, Lars basically. So then we see uh, Sir Eric, and Sir Eric is. You hear him in the hallway. I will not let this treachery stand. Get the fuck out of here to some guard. And he sneaks into Rhaenys' room and gets her out of the red keep and goes through the tunnels that we saw Rhaenyra going through earlier. Then we see Missaria's crib on fire. So apparently uh, he had to tongue this man. I truly did not know whose house that was. So thank you. Yeah, so then he basically had to tongue the tongueless man go set the white worm's house on fire. Uh, Rhaenys is like, look, I'm not leaving my fucking dragon. Let me go get Maylise. Maylise and Rhaenys. And Eric's like, no, we gotta get the fuck out of here. But then you notice that they're making everybody go to the stadium to watch the inauguration. And so... Yeah, so he... Because he snuck her out, like, in one of them hoodies. And, um, she gets... They get separated, and she gets caught up, like, hurt in the herd. And I was just worried that she would be stampeded. But what ends up happening is... They're hurting, literally, they're getting everybody up out of bed and forcing them to go see this assembly. And she ends up being able to, like, kind of hang at the back, and she watches for a minute and just gets to observe, like, what Well, she realized that where they were going and that it was above the dragon pit. Mm -hmm. So she was like, oh, shit, I'll go back there. I can get get my dragon. Yeah, because he was just going to have her, like, flee, and that was going to be messy anyway. So on the way to inauguration, Aegon and Allison in 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 the carriage... In the black car in the back. Mm-hmm. And uh Aegon was like, That nigga did not want me to be king. He had 20 years to tell me that shit. He ain't say that shit got one goddamn town. He ain't even love me. And Allison was like, No, your daddy loved you. Your daddy loved you. He just did it his own way. But, uh, but the thing about kids like this is like, bro, were you or were you not sexually assaulting people? Like, why are you acting like you was getting all A's and B's and he was still treating you bad? Like, bro. And so, Alice was like, he changed his mind last night. And Aegon laughed at him. And she was like, look, here goes his dagger right here. This is yours. And she said... Play not with me. What did he say? Don't don't toy with me, mother. Don't toy with me. And then he said, look, one thing you just got to promise me is that you ain't going to listen to your goddamn grandfather. He want to kill Rhaenyra. Don't do that shit. And he didn't even answer her. He goes, do you love me, mother? And she says... You imbecile. <laughs> but that's what I mean. He he's didn't answer because he's like, Ma, can I be a sociopath or not? You imbecile. Uh, 
and so then you get the inauguration. They go through the whole thing, bringing them into the stadium. All the knights lined up with their swords. Yeah, that was cool to look at. That was cool to look at. And then, uh, you know, they basically crown him. They wipe some water on his forehead like it's, you know, a church, like a mega church in the South. Yeah. Uh, they wipe some water on his forehead. Well, they you put know, the like Methodist, Methodists do like a real simple baptism. I think it is Methodist. So he got a little, he got baptized, but like with a little like, he gets you know, a little Anoint. He, gets, he got an anointing. He got yeah. He got an anointment. He got. Uh, no, he actually he got the holy water from um um <laughs> from righteous gemstones from baby <laughs> from uh baby uh um, baby Billy John, baby, baby Billy, Billy baby Billy's baby, water baby Billy Freeman. And so then uh, that's the show. I want to recap, but okay, keep going. Then May Lee, then uh, like you said, Rainey sneaked away. Next thing you know, she busts through the fucking floor with May Lee's this big wait, ass wait, dragon. Wait, 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 wait. Before we get to that, so A A Gon was very reluctant. You know, he he's like, bro, I did not win the election. I know I didn't win the election. I didn't win the popular vote. And or ba- basically, he's like, okay, yeah, I got the electoral college, but nobody voted for me. This is all fraud. All these people are dead that you're ballots you're pulling in. And but when he gets there, I feel like the the moment really gets to him because mm-hmm. they give him the conqueror's crown. So which means that um which means that Viserys' crown is not being in use. And then they give um him the sword. And he look around like, wait a minute. And the, literally the best part of this episode to me was they go, This is your king. And the people look around and they're like, oh, all right, fuck it. Yeah, we don't give a fuck. Sure. Then like, they start cheering. Yeah. He's like, they really like me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then he picks up the sword and starts waving them around. They're like, we literally like, as long as they're not all killing us, like, we're cool. Whatever, bro. Like, you're still like, you're st- you're not gonna you're not gonna make the schools better. So it's all the same to us. So well, um, also the people wanted Aegon to be king. So if you remember. Remember that time when Damien and Allison, I mean, Damien and Rhaenyra snuck into the city and they were doing that oh, play yeah, and they were like, do y'all want the Princess Rhaenyra to take over? And they're like, boo, she's weak. She's feeble. Yeah. King Aegon, we want like that type yeah. of thing. So and they again, were already leaning towards the man. And again, because they did not have a good PR team, they didn't get her out there to talk to the people. But Exactly. Like, Viserys didn't yeah. do none of that shit. Yeah, exactly. And we've talked about all that. So again... Um, I, you know, I, I just want to say that, you know, I saw a lot of stuff coming and I was right. So anyway, they, uh, as he's having that moment, like you, this is something I did not see coming because I, I literally thought, did somebody set off a bomb? Like, I was like, is this C4? Like they had explosives back then, but no, as you said, it's the princess, the, the princess Rhaenys busting mm-hmm. through the back, killing a bunch of people. Yeah, they don't matter. Her- <laughs> don't these, these are extras guys busting through killing a bunch of people and she takes her dragon and has her dragon roar so close to um Allison and Aegon to basically be like bitch at the end of the day I don't give a fuck what you what the crown that crown shit says it's me and she could have killed him but she didn't and and some might say should have. And I know they're going to say, oh, she didn't want to be the one to start the war. Bitch, you wouldn't have started the war. You would have ended the war. You would have ended it all. The she would have ended the war. But I don't think she wants, at this point, she ain't want nothing to do with either side. Fair enough. But at the end of the day, like, she knew what was coming. 
And I do understand her stance. I'm not necessarily saying she should have just like murdered everybody. Um, but I am saying that like that was an opportunity no one else is gonna get. And she knows that this is wrong. And she and I do think that like Renera could have done could have been better, blah, blah, blah. But I actually think she should have did it. Obviously, if she does it, we don't have a season two. I get but you it. gotta remember, like she also kind of thinks Rhaenyra tried to kill her. Kill her, kill her son. No, son. I know. She's like, I don't fuck with either one of these niggas. I'm just no, getting, exactly. I'm going back to Driftmark. Fuck y'all. And, but again, this is why we don't like we don't have a show if this stuff doesn't happen. So I get exactly. That. Like I get the like if she doesn't go through the, with this, um, if she doesn't like say yo, I don't have time for this, then um, the black greens versus blacks never happens. So uh, yeah, that uh, that, that was the end of it. That episode let, nine and that lets them know that um they it's t- the t- clock is ticking because she's definitely going right to Rainier, like whether she fucks with her or not because that's just that would be crazy she's not sitting on this she has a dragon so she's gonna go fast so they gotta move even faster even though they already have a heads up and um you know so they said in the after show something about like she didn't want to kill another mother or whatever so it's just like there's still a lot of humanity happening in the midst of them doing all this crazy stuff. Mm-hmm. So let's get into episode 10. This will be a little bit quicker than the last one. Do you As, think? I wanted to check in with you time-wise. Yeah, I mean, I'm good as long as you're good, but this will be quicker. Um, I don't, what, No, I mean, do you think it will actually be quick? It'll be quicker than the last one. It'll probably take about half an hour. Okay, I'll trust you. So then this the House of the Dragon finale, uh, episode 10, The Black Queen. Uh, this episode had a lot of exposition. It was important exposition, but yeah. it was a lot of exposition in this episode. Um, one thing about HBO is they said, look, baby, we looked at the numbers. You'll be back. We don't give a finnuck. We're going to pull this out until we as much as we want to. I we'll think they just wanted to give action. everyone a tease of what's mm-hmm. to come and then be like, See y'all in a year and a half. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like, they're like, we can do whatever we want to do with this episode. Like, you're not going to say, oh, I don't want to know what happens next because they took too long. Like, they're, they're, they're literally like, we got you, but we got you right here. So, so. The, this episode starts with Rhaenyra uh, and Luceris talking. And mm-hmm. Luke is like, uh, like, Ma, like. I don't want to be the fucking heir to Driftmark. And he never the sea snake. The sea snake's the greatest sailor of all time. I can't even get on a fucking boat without throwing up. Fuck like, you, bro. I'm twelve. I'm literally twelve. Well, I think she's. I think he's fifteen. Because uh, Renera says, 14, yeah, you're right, you're right. When I was around your age, when I was four and ten. Yeah. So I think he. She, well, I think he's like I say 14, literally, I'm, I'm, I'm. Oh yeah, I see what you're I saying. I usually mean like I'm joking. And he <laughs> says. He says, it should have passed the surveyment. Uh, my grandson is the greatest thing <laughs> in the world. And Renero's like, uh, sometimes you don't get to choose your destiny. It's what's put upon you. But and by the Luceris way, Luke has been the only one, Luke has been the only one speaking facts this whole time. He's like, bro, I don't want everybody to die just so I can get my stuff. The my uncle was right. My 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 play uncle was right. This is actually should be his because we don't have no business in these black people property. Like Luke was really giving it to us. And Ray was like, your grandsire let you choose if he wanted to be heir or not. 
And Renee was like, yeah, and I wasn't ready at goddamn 14. I had to learn. I did a lot of, she, and he's like, well, I'm not perfect like you. Mm-hmm. And she was like, you don't know all the fuck shit I did when I was Literally. growing up. Why do you think Allison was so mad at me to begin with? Uh, I'm not perfect either, but we can but, all grow into but our so roles. so much self-awareness by Renera. Like, Renera's mm-hmm. like, look, I know I fucked up, but I'm here now. This episode was all about making Renera a baby face, making you want to cheer for her. That's what this yeah. episode was. Um, so and also then, just reminding you that, like, she's been groomed for this. Like, she's at, like, as, as much as her, nor- I mean, honestly, Luke's doing what she did. That's a normal teenage feeling to be like i don't want all this power but renera said all right i'm gonna study i'm gonna get it together and that is the difference between her and Aga. so sir lauren comes in uh and says you know hey princess renera uh the princess Renice plane just landed uh she's getting her bags she should be here in a second she wants to meet with you and damon when she get in so she's oh, like, by the way renera's super pregnant She's not like fully turned, but she's pretty pregnant. Yeah, but well, she was pregnant the last time we saw I her. I know, but yeah, I'm just she's, letting people know. <laughs> oh, yeah, she's more pregnant. So then Renera uh, goes to her office, and Damon's in there with her, and Rainice comes in there, and she gets to announce. Can you imagine getting announced with just three people in the goddamn room? Princess <laughs> Rainice Targaryen. I was like, yo, it's two people in the room. That's what I want for myself. I want that for myself. I deserve that. I want to show up to work. That's how I want to. I I think your mornings would be better if that's how you came to work. And soon she walks in. Keeper keeper of accounts and masters of payables is entering today. She's five minutes late, but it's whatever. Yeah, actually, that's a good entrance. (laughs) And so Rainier says... Uh, we hope to hear good news about the sea snake. Like, is he is he healing up? And Rainice don't have no time for this shit. She goes, Viserys is dead. dead. <laughs> yeah, that nigga dead. And and Rhaenyra and Damon are like, what the fuck? And she's like, I mourn this with you two. Uh, if Viserys was a kind heart um, and a good man and a good king. Uh, and then, he, then she goes, there's more. <laughs> and Rhaenyra's like, what? And she's like, they're, they've made, they've, um, they made Aegon King. Mm-hmm. And Renera is like going, she's, this is not to be funny because she induces labor, but her face, you remember on Chappelle's show when they, when he did the Prince True Hollywood stories and they zoom in on his face, making all these faces. That's what it looked like Renera was doing. Like, what the fuck? Like, what, what is going on? And then Damon said, how did Viserys die? And she goes, he was well when I saw him, remember? And she goes, I don't, I couldn't tell you. And Damon was like, basically was like, that fucking whore yep, queen yep. killed my brother and stole the crown. Like he was ready right there. He, he was ready. Plainly, honey. And Rainice says, uh, listen, and she was like, and they was like, how the fuck you get out of there then? Huh? This is some type yeah, exactly. of setup. Yeah. And she was like, uh, Allison, she was like, the queen asked me to pledge to Aegon, but I did not. And then Damon was like, how the fuck you still alive? And she's like, me and my dragon fled. And she, he was like, wait, pull you up. You got to pull up. So you boy telling that story. I was like, do, 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 do. And then they were like, oh, so, like, <laughs> Rainier told the story. How, how, exactly the story how <laughs> and then Rainier was, and then Damon was like, you could have burned those motherfuckers and you left. And then Rainier was like, Rainier was like, this ain't my goddamn war. I came here out of loyalty to my house because we gave y'all a word. The greens are coming for you, Rainier. Get your shit together. I'm going to go chill. 
<laughs> Basically, she like, all right, wait, where is the guest room at again? This way. Rhaenyra goes into early labor. Um, and fair, and to be fair, like people talk about like how stress will hurt you, but like stress, like they kind of make it really dramatic in the movies. Like something just happens, and somebody goes into labor. This was a good amount of stressful news. And uh, yes, where, yeah, I was like, I am, this might be when it really does happen. So yeah, she fucking lost her dad and her crown and her birthright. Uh, so then uh, they have like this competing scene of like Renera going through labor and she don't want any help from any of the maesters. This was a really tough scene to watch and she's trying to do it herself. And then Damon like, wow. is downstairs in the war room in the situation room, basically plotting like, you know, this shit is about to go down. And I saw a lot of people like, oh, Damon is a horrible husband. He's not there with his wife. And I understand that. But also... Damon doesn't know where these motherfuckers are going to attack. They could be mm-hmm. on Dragonback flying there and, right and now they, to kill them they, niggas. And they would have been. Secondly, um, secondly, this is his brother, who he loved and was, as we talked about, was never going to kill. Like he, Damon could have been killed Viserys if he really wanted all that stuff. Like he literally let his, you know, wife niece be, like. You know, he, he's really like, bruh, not, not, this is not how I'm about to let this happen. So he has like all the kind of rifle angle, like Rhaenyra's trying to be all like poised and presidential, but he's like, bruh, somebody gotta, gotta, uh, you know, somebody gotta answer for this. So he's ready. Yeah. So he's, he's basically with all the generals and shit. Like, listen, y'all gonna, y'all get up high with your arrows. I'm gonna be patrolling on the dragon. Like, we gotta make sure this happened, this happened. And then they cut to Renera and the kids come in and he Renera tells that she's in labor and she tells Jason Luke what the fuck's going on. You know, your grandsire died. They made Aegon King. It's fucked up. I'm going through labor right now. Mm-hmm. Uh go 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 do some shit. And then before Jason Wait, leaves. Go ahead. Go ahead. Sorry. Before Jace leaves, she stops him and says, Listen, whatever rights I have to this shit, you're the heir of that. So Whatever I say goes. So go downstairs and tell them fucking men around the table who want to go to war. Don't do nan thing without my command. Yeah. But by the way, sorry. The one thing I wanted to add was that um, thank God Damon is doing this because as we saw with Allison, like these men be plotting. And if Renera didn't have somebody on her side plotting, she would always be behind the ball, kind of like hoping everybody does the right thing. Mm-hmm. So... So then uh, Jace goes downstairs and tells uh, Damon. Damon's like, all right, we about to do this, this, and this. And Jace's like, no, you're not. The queen says, don't do shit till mm-hmm. she come down here. And Damon tries to ignore him once. And he was like, I said, the you, queen you said, don't do me, some right? shit. Hey, so you know Damon you're not my daddy. You heard me, right? So instead of fighting, Damon was like, all right, just get the ravens ready. And, and you, you young boy, you young blood, you come with me. I'm going to show you some shit right now. You come with me. Um, we also find out that the sea snake broke his fever, so we found out here that Corus is still alive. He's not dead. Uh, he's not still dead. Still got his arms and fingers and legs. So he then Damon takes Jace to go talk to these two Kingsguards <laughs> niggas, and he basically was like, "Listen, y'all, y'all was there with Viserys named Rhaenyra King Queen. How y'all feel wife. about it? How y'all feel about that shit?" He was like, "There was like, uh." Yeah, you know, we honor our oaths. We pledged the oath to her, so we honor that shit. And he's like, oh, all right, then. But, you know, just to let y'all know, you know. And then his dragon rolls up. Wait, because he says, he says to Jace, he says, 
I'm gonna teach you. I'm gonna teach you something about loyalty today. Yeah, I'm gonna teach you something about loyalty. His dragon rolls up, and he goes, "Listen, out of respect for y'all giving y'all life to the crown, I'm gonna give y'all a chance." You can tell me basically. You can tell me right now that you support the Greens, and I respect that. But I'm gonna have to kill you. But I'm gonna give you a (laughs) swift. I'm gonna give you a swift Swift killing. You'll die quickly with honor, and nobody will have to know what happened. Mm-hmm. Or if you try some treachery, I love how you said that. If you try some treachery, trust me, you're going to die screaming. And it was like, oh, oh no, we fuck with Rhaenyra. We <laughs> yeah, good. You want us to bow again right now? Like, what, how, <laughs> how do we do it? How do we do it? And, and so. Just like, I li- Jason's like, my mama literally did not tell me to come over here and do this, but okay. They show Rhaenyra giving st- a stillbirth, basically. Ooh, she th- pulls the baby out of herself. It was, I was like, I know y'all want to tell us about how hard it was during that time, but y'all are really driving the point home, baby. What? And the point that they're also driving is, you know, women's war is this shit. And they got to deal with the shit that men got to deal with. They got it hard, much harder. And so... Uh, Renera doesn't even have the Quiet Sisters rapper baby. She do it herself. Uh, she did the she did the Targaryen yeah, mummy like, and that's, thing. That was my baby. And they go do they go to the cremation ceremony. And while they at the cremation ceremony, Sir Eric shows up, and he comes through. And this scene was this scene was really powerful. Sir Eric shows yeah, up. This like, is oh, they already here. This is Renera's worst day. Her mm-hmm. baby dies. Her still ba- her unborn baby dies, and her, her daddy, daddy dies. Yeah. And she finds out her daddy's dead, and she lost her, and she lost the crown all in like a couple hours. Mm-hmm. And, and Sir it's not Eric, even the end of the day, by the way. Sir the day, Eric the shows day really up, just starting. gets on a knee, and says, "I pledge my loyalty to you. I will take no wife. I won't do this. I won't do that. Like you are the true heir." He snuck out uh, Viserys's crown. Yes. And gives and Damon the, the crown. And the consort's crown, right? So Damon has his crown, and so does Rhaenyra has hers. Now. Damon takes the crown. Everybody takes a knee. Damon walks up to Rhaenyra, puts the crown on her head, takes a knee, and says, my queen. Mm-hmm. And they panned out, and they show everybody looking at her with reverence. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rhaenyra didn't take a knee. By the way, oh, looking. my God. Every time, from here on out, if y'all are watching this with us, Please watch Renice every time something happens. Because she'd be like, mm-hmm. But she will never bow. She don't even, like, one time later on, like, everybody's to clear the room. I thought she was about to sit there in the middle of them. Like, Renice was like, look, this is all cute and all. I'm going to go along with it, but I don't give a fuck. Well, no. Just, she was studying this shit. Yeah. She was basically like, I want to see how she handles this shit, basically. But I also think she was like, I know you're not looking at me. So then they cut to the war room. And this was so cool how they lit the fire under the table to light it up. I was like, that's yeah, a really cool effect. That, yeah. Uh, and so she, Renera comes in and is basically like, all right, tell me what's going on. And Damon's like, we got this many men. We got this many people here. We can defend Dragonstone pretty easily, but we don't got enough people to conquer shit. And, and they're trying to, like, maximize the, the look of the numbers. Because obviously, like, they have the, re- the king's army. And they, then she was like, what about our support? And then somebody was like, we got declaration from these four houses here. And then she was like, well, River Run was my mama. And so the veil won't turn on us because they, my mama was born to them. And but then, isn't the, isn't the veil, don't they hate, that's, they don't hate Damon? That was my question. No, that's a different people who hates Damon. Wait, that's, so who, where did his wife come from? That wasn't the veil? 
The wife I, that died? Maybe they were. But her mama was available, so she don't think they're going to turn on her. Okay, so based and on that, all right. Then she said the Starks, and she was like, I ain't never met a Stark who forgot an oath. They're going to stay with yeah, you. Yeah, they said the North and the North will fall. And I was like, yes, we know that to be true. Yes. And they was like, well, what about Storm's Zen? And it was like, well, uh, Boris Baratheon bent the knee to me when I got named. And it was like, yeah, but his his son is in charge. We don't know what the fuck that nigga going to do. Um, and so Renair says, what a Driftmark? And Rhaenys says... What you mean, what if Driftmark? <laughs> the the sea snake hasn't decided what the fuck he's going to do, and neither have I. So don't count us in right now. Go on, then. <laughs> and then someone... Saying, everything that happens should be like, not applicable. Thank you. If someone sit up and says, forgive me, my grace, but y'all niggas talking about all these people and shit. Y'all got nukes. Y'all got dragons. <laughs> exactly. What are you talking about? And then... <laughs> and then was like, yeah, they got dragons too, though. And Damon was like, but we Damon's got like, more dragons. Damon's like, let me tell you simple math. All right, we got 13 dragons. They only got four. We got Syrac. So Wait, I should have pulled up the list. But basically, he's like, look, they got, yeah, they might have the biggest dragon, but we got hella dragons. And guess what? I've been prepping for this. I got three dragon eggs back at the crib. Also, he, we got a he, bunch of. Oh, good. And we also got a bunch of unclaimed dragons. And then you mm-hmm. see Gayla, like, or Reyna, whichever one doesn't have dragon, like, oh, really? And I'm like, go get her dragon immediately, everybody. That's the only black. You have two black characters. Give her some lines. He's like, um, see, smoke is over there. Drift Mark. Wait, yeah. Oh, I love that. I love that detail. So, uh, still waiting on. Um, do you think that, like, <laughs> never mind. I was just wondering, like, what if he's living in the caves, but he's not? So, see, smoke is just like, bro, where's my. Where's my Yeah. And, and so. And then he's like, there's also three wild dragons, and two of them nest here. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we see one of them later. Um, and so. He's like, so, and she was like, listen, that's all fine, but none of our dragons been trained for war. And she, Damon's like, they dragons. <laughs> they ready for war. <laughs> yeah. Basically, he's like, I don't know what part of this is not clicking for you, baby. And then Sir Eric comes in and he goes, uh, it's a, there's a three headed green dragon, a ship with a three headed green dragon on the top, sighted offshore. And Damon was like, all right, everybody get to your positions. It's time. <laughs> And Dang so is TTG baby. He is stays ready. This uh I love the scenes with Otto. Like Otto is my favorite, one of my favorite characters of the show. I actually uh what? you've turned on me? No, I don't like Otto. He's one of oh. my favorite characters on the show. That sounds like the same thing. Okay. So Explain. I'm actually going to play this scene. Wait, but by the way, like just setup wise, what's happening, like this is the same scene from before. Yes. And Damon, yeah, like just like um visually when Damon took Driftmark and they come to uh confront him, but and Renera arrives on Dragon Back, bro. Like this shit is poetic. All right, here we go. I come at the behest of the Dowager Queen Alicent, mother of King Aegon, second of his name, lord and protector of the Seven Kingdoms. I've been directed to deliver her message only to Princess Rhaenyra. Where is the princess? Here comes the princess, or her Cyrex.
Otto's face is fantastic. Rhaenyra got her crown Princess on. Princess Rhaenyra. I'm Queen Rhaenyra now. And you all are traitors to the realm. King Aegon Targaryen, second of his name. In his wisdom and desire for peace, he's offering terms. Acknowledge Aegon as king and swear obeisance before the Iron Throne. In exchange, his grace will confirm your possession of Dragonstone. It will pass to your true-born son, Jaceris, upon your death. Jaceris will be confirmed as the legitimate heir to Driftmark and all the lands and holdings of House Valarian. Your sons by Prince Daemon will also be given places of high honor at court. Aegon the Younger as the King's squire, Viserys as his cupbearer. He really said your, kid, your kids can hold the king's fucking drinks and pour him wine and yes, fight, but, <laughs> fight but hold the sword. But in a, in a world where this wasn't all fucked up, that was Rhaenyra's like internship. So in, in theory, it's supposed to be like a respectable thing, but it's definitely not for a child who would have been in line for the throne. Well, Damon's kids would have never been in line. For, they're way down the line, but I don't think they want that shit. Yeah, I guess. Finally, like, yeah, I mean, they are Targaryens, though, too. The king in his good grace will pardon any knight or lord who conspired against his ascent. I would rather feed my sons to the dragons than have them carry shields and cups for your drunken usurper cunt of a king. <laughs> Aegon Targaryen sits the Iron Throne. He wears the Conqueror's crown, wields the Conqueror's sword, has the Conqueror's name. He was anointed by a Septon of the Faith before the eyes of thousands. Every symbol of legitimacy belongs to him. That's a good point. Like... He was he was anointed in front of thousands of people. What you gonna say? Oh, they was lying. Yeah, but like, <laughs> but at the same time, y'all did that. He didn't like he did that because the person telling it's kind of like I can't think of anything right now. But it's like you're literally the person who did it, trying to convince me of why it's so good. And it's like, but you did it like right before me. I saw you. Like I guess it's like Scientology. <laughs> it's what, like, well, what he's saying is basically. I mean, you can come over here and say that you got the air, but who go like what? How? What's a queen with when nobody believes you? <laughs> right. What I'm saying is that Damon's like, bro. I literally was there. Like, I knew Joseph Smith. Like, don't then that is not real. <laughs> yes. And then there is Stark, Tully, Baratheon, houses that have also received and are at present considering generous terms from their king. Stark, Tully, and Baratheon all swore to me. When King Viserys named me his heir. Stale oaths will not put you on the Iron Throne, Princess. The succession changed the day your father sired a son. I only regret that you and he were the last to see the truth of it. You are no more hand than Egon is king. Fucking traitor! Grand Maester. There's a Grand Maester hands him this piece of paper. And it's the fucking page out of that book from episode one that 
Rhaenyra and Allison was reading. The way I was spit on that at that point. Queen <laughs> Allison has not forgotten the love you once had for each other. No blood need be spilled. The realm can carry on in peace. Like as if Beesbury not literally dead. Queen Alison eagerly awaits your answer. She can have her answer now, stuffed in her father's mouth along with his withered cock. Let's end this mama's fast. <laughs> Sir Eric Wingy, Lord Hightower, so I may take the pleasure my... He wanted to cut his dick off and put it in his so mouth. Bad, bro. I love the term Mummer's Farce, though. That's one of my yeah, favorite terms. Now that we terms. know what it is, for sure. <laughs> I loved it. Because at first we were like, um, this just seemed like some Westerosi shit, but apparently it's literally just a play. Like, it's like, 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 he's basically saying, I'm not, I, I, turn off TikTok. I don't want to hear no more of these th- theories. Like, turn this off. So then they go back to the war room again. And, you know, Damon keeps going on about having more dragons. We got all these fucking dragons, bro. Like, use these dragons, burn that shit to the ground. And Rhaenyra says, my daddy wait, told me. Wait, hold on. We didn't, the way that that scene ended, right, was Rhaenyra saying, I'll follow up tomorrow. Like, I'm going to sit down and think about it. I'm not going to be rash. Yeah, that's right. Okay. And so Rhaenyra says, listen, my daddy told me about what happens when dragons go to war. And when dragons go to war, everything burns. And she says, what queen am I? What kind of queen would I be if, you know, my true duty is to ensure peace and unity, or is it to sit the Iron Throne by any means? Yeah, so she's, she's basically like, like, it's just gonna be ash after the dragons burn everything. Like, why would I want to rule over that? Yeah, she's basically like, it might be better off that I just let them do this shit and everybody be cool. And then she she's says, al- she's also realizing though that she's like, I I see how like this is just a lot's going on, and I could make something worse or do something kind of first that doesn't need to be done so she's really trying to like care for people at this point she's also got a little Viserys in her yeah like a little like I don't want to you know peace over everything which is good to an extent but it can be bad um and she says uh he chose he chose you know Viserys chose me to defend the realm and she says I don't give a fuck what they're talking about and then Damon was like those people are trying to usurp your fucking yeah. birthright. Please, Go handle them. Fucking for real. And then Rhaenyra was like, clear the room. And Rhaenys was like, oh shit, look, look, look at like, this shit. Rhaenys looked like she was about to stay. <laughs> I was screaming. I was like, Rhaenys, if you don't get out, you are not like, you're not above everything, sis. Go. Because everybody in here was talking about war and, and Rhaenyra is the only one like being calm about it. And Rhaenys is watching this shit. But also, like, he's really talking crazy. He's really talking about, like, they in their bedroom. Like, she's like, bro, I'm literally the queen now. Please relax. And she asked Damon, does the war, does the, the promise of war get your dick hard? And Damon was like, listen, uh, you got to end this shit. And she says, if you could take the throne without putting Otto's hair on the spike, would you do it? Or do you just want to put his hair on the spike? And then Renera tells him the story about a sound of ice and fire with his well, hair. She just mentions it. She's like, bro, like, you know, I, I, there's bigger things at stake, right? Like the song of fire and ice, bruh. And then what he does next, I was so upset. Damon don't know shit about this. So he chokes her and was like, he doesn't just choke her. He chokes her out. Like he literally is holding her enough where she's like grasping for gasping for air and like, please let me go. And He's I was like, like mm-hmm. He's like, my brother went on about his fucking stupid dreams 
and these prophecies and this bullshit and peace while he let the whole fucking realm burn around you and let you down. He was like, we didn't get in charge because of dreams. We got in charge because of dragons. Dragons, nigga. Clearly, look around. What do you think pays the bills? Dragons, nigga. But my thing is this, like, first of all, this nigga's being violent. He's being abusive. I Like, there's no excuse for that. And it made me worried because I'm like, I don't have time to be worried about if he's abusing her. Like, bro, like, is this regular in their relationship? Like, it was just a lot of things where I'm like, bro, damn it, you have fucked up before. I don't want to keep worrying about you being a bad guy. Because I will say one thing real quick, like, from what we saw before, it seemed like Damon treats her similar to how he seemed to treat Lena. And I'm not saying he doesn't ride for her more or whatever. I'm just saying that, you know, I was really worried about seeing a depiction of him being like so-so about this black woman and then like rolling out the red carpet for Lena. But it turns out he don't give a fuck about nobody. So, well, I think he cared about both of them, but yes, this one, I, mean, I think he was embarrassed because Renera calls him out. He was like, oh, he ain't tell you. Right. You don't know no, about I this agree. Shit. I agree. What I'm saying is like his demeanor is the same yeah. for either one of them. And I think he did. And therefore I feel like, oh, he cared about both of them. Maybe, maybe Rainier is different, but he did. He did not care about Lena. So He's I just all, an asshole. Yeah. So I, exactly. So I say all that <laughs> to say, um, I was really upset by this and I don't want to see it anymore. And I want them to get divorced. But um, yeah, he's like, but she handles it like a, like a person who's not faced. No, because he he knew she was he was he was acting out he was acting out because he was embarrassed because some some big shit went down. Her brother, it's another thing that his basically it hits him. It's another thing my brother didn't bring me in on. He didn't let me be his king. He hand. He didn't let me come into the council. He sent me away. He kept pushing me away. And now this big you know prophecy thing. He didn't even tell me about it. Like he was he was acting out. But so, thank goodness that uh, Damon didn't have plans to kill the king because that it would have got lost. If he had killed Viserys, that would be completely lost. And, you know, uh, not to say that the, the I guess the dream was true at the end of the day, but like Viserys kind of was short sighted with that. But I think that mm-hmm. but then when you think about it, it's like, when did he have a chance to tell him? Like when he was out there walling out, when he came back and assaulted Rhaenyra, when he like he never really had a chance to do that. And so, yeah. I just was like, okay, that was upsetting, but this is like the, this, but when you put it all together, this is not even the most upsetting thing that happens in this episode, so. So then they cut to the sea snake uh, waking up with Rhaenys by her side. I was so glad that Corliss came back because I was like, I know you're not about to end this season with him not speak, showing up again. I was and like, this Wait. nigga starts talking about, I've lost everything. And Rhaenys <laughs> was <his> like, wife. <laughs> we, nigga, we, like, I, we. W E, me and you, we we lost women's entertainment. <laughs> and she tells Corliss, she was like, oh, let me tell you what else happened while you were asleep, while you was out there fighting and oh, you left me. Because as an like an asshole, instead of waking up and going, I'm so happy to see you. He goes, I've killed men for falling asleep on their watch. Nigga, what? It's been <laughs> seven years. She's like, you left me. And guess what else happened while you was gone? Your brother did. Yeah, your brother <laughs> showed up at King's Landing in front of Viserys and Rhaenyra and everybody else in the realm and called her babies bastards. And so, her called her a whore. Like, and called her a whore, so Damon could have took his head. And so Corliss was like, God damn it, man. Like, the one, like... Damon always right. He was, was like, you was, was right. That's true. 
He's like Valerian's biggest weakest biggest weakness is headless ambition. And but, he was like, but he was right. He, he wasn't even that mad at Damon. I'm like, wait, what? Because Vayman was wrong. I mean, he was like, because yeah. he knew Vayman was shouldn't have yeah, done yeah. that shit. Yeah. And he was like, um, you know, you was right. You know, I've reached too far. My, you know, my, 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 uh, my desire to be on the throne has caused us great pain and loss. And I'm sorry. And he was like, you know what we're going to do? We're going to go back to Driftmark with we're our grandkids. Retire to Florida. Yeah, we're going to retire <laughs> to Florida. Our grandkids are going to come stay with us. We're going to get a house on the beach. We're not going to worry about none of this shit. We're going to watch the Greens and the Blacks fight while we chill on the beach and make money with our ships. And Rhaenys is like, uh, as long as Aegon's in charge, them grand, uh, them kids ain't safe. Like, that ain't what's going on. And then Corollas is like, fuck Rhaenyra, man. Everything she touches goes to fucking hell. I mean, and then Ray, this wrong. is when Rhaenys knows she's been 10 pitches. She turns and she goes, that woman is the only person keeping the realm intact while all the men around the table and in the, in the realm want to go to war and fight and kill each other. She out here trying to figure out the best way to make this shit stay peaceful. And Quolus was basically like, oh, 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 for real? <laughs> so then they come back to the war room and you get another announcement. Lord Corliss Valerion. Loved it. And they're like, oh, my boy back. Okay. Lord of the high tides. And he so he comes in. <laughs> and Renera says, oh, it's good to see that you're doing better. I'm glad you're doing good. Hopefully you came back to tell me you fuck with me still. Like, and Coles was like, my condolences for your father. He was a good man. You know, we had our disagreements, but I still fucked with him. And he says, where's Damon? Because you know he don't fuck with Damon. He's never fucked with Damon. Yeah, he's just like, let me make sure niggas not behind me. <laughs> and Damon was gone. And he's like, Dow, she says, Damon's tending to other matters. And he goes, oh, yeah, Damon hmm, needs to cool off, for, first of all. And she says, um, she starts talking about how she hopes to get the Baratheons and everybody else on board. And Cola says, hope's a fool's ally. Yeah, because this is when she sounded, it was like, be for real, Rhaenyra. What do you think is happening outside these walls right now? Like, it is chaos. And the first person that gets dick sucked is going to go away. Amen. Like, this was a amen. good, this was a good shit here. Rhaenyra says, but they all swore oaths to me. And Cola says, so did the high towers. And then Rhaenyra says, mm-hmm. oh, like you, my nigga, you, you did too. Mm-hmm. The Valerians. And Corliss says, you know, you're right, you know, tit for tat. All right. I'm here. But he's like, but I'm here. But he goes, listen, you know, I had my beast with you, but, you know, he basically like, I talked to my wife. She told me what she was doing and how you've been handling this shit. And what the High Towers did was treason. And I can't stand for this shit. So you have the full support of me, our house, of Driftmark, and our fleet. And Renee was like, you honor me, Lord Corliss. And she, then Corliss basically is like, it wasn't me, it was her. And she looks at Rhaenys, and Rhaenys is like, she thinks, she's like, and you, Princess Rhaenys. And uh, she says, but look, I like, I appreciate this, but I ain't, I'm not going to be the one that starts this war, right? It's not going to be started by my hand. Um, and she says, you know, cautious does me no good. And, Wait, and Corliss is like, you not? You not going to start the war? Girl, what? Like, he's like, I know I didn't get out of bed for you to be talking peace talks. And so Corla says, well, listen, I left my wife for seven years to go fight in this war. And a consequence of my near demise is we own the Stepstones, my nigga. We got a regime change. Which, by the way, is another thing to Damon, which is like Damon literally was like, I want him out. 
I did what I had to do. I'm I'm bored now. And he's like, I literally had to go like instill democracy in the region, bro. Yeah, we got a regime change. We in charge, which means we own the narrow sea. So we can we can put a blockade out and get all uh trading coming in and out of Westeros from the narrow sea. And they're gonna starve to death in there. They're gonna need a new queen to come in and let them get their food back. <clears throat> and Rainice looks so happy. I mean, Rainier looks so happy. Rainice comes up and says, Look, I will take Maylise and patrol myself to make sure this shit goes down. I was like, God damn, Avengers assemble. Uh, and so she was like, Okay, listen, we're gonna send some ravens to the Starks and the Baratheons. And Jay says, Ravens, why not send me and Luke? We got dragons. Dragons fly faster than ravens, and they're more convincing. So, by the way, though, this is where, again, Corliss was not wrong when he said hope is for fools. Like, bro, you're really playing chess, and they're – I mean, you're really playing checkers while they're playing chess. So you have to – you have to catch up. You might not want to be violent first, but you need to recognize that the niggas who overnight, who 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 imprisoned people overnight to keep the news of the king's death so that they can install an, a, a usurper king within 12 hours are not behind the eight ball. Whoever you think you need to go chat with, they're already like in bed with them. So that's where I was like, you're sending people thinking, assuming, nope, they haven't gotten to them already. Um, like, they're clearly more strategic about, than you about this. And that was the only, I mean, you know, I didn't realize that until after the fact. Like, in the moment, I'm like, all right, like, she's doing her due diligence. But she definitely was, like, hoping for the best. And I'm like, baby, like, everybody's already doing their, like, worst right now. Like, you need to recognize, I'm not saying go low, but I'm saying play your strategy for them being low. And, and to see Snake says, he's right. Your grace. And she, she says, All right then. And then she uh then they cut to Damon and he's singing some song of uh, in High Valerian. And he's walking through this like underground lair. And he comes up on this big ass dragon. And I read that this dragon apparently is the biggest dragon in Westeros, like bigger than Vagar. Um mm-hmm. and so this dragon looked mean as fuck. Mm-hmm. Um, All he does is blow the is blow the blow the whistle blow the, blow the fire and damon's like all right don't waver this is it he just has to keep singing and being unbothered or because we know like we saw that from the test mm-hmm. with um Bagar, like you you can you gotta stand your ground if you approach the dragon so that is what damon is doing so then Renera talks to jason luke and says listen i need you to swear on this bible right here that y'all not about to kill nobody y'all are messengers we are not starting the war. We'll fight if we have to, but we ain't starting the war. Y'all go. You, Luke, it's a shorter flight to Storm's End. It's right over the water right there. You go there, and you remind him. You remind the baby Baratheon that his daddy swore an oath to me. And Jace, you go fly to Winterfell to confirm that the Starks are still with us, basically, because it's a longer flight, and he's older. Yeah. Can I, can I say something, though? I think this is why war is an insane concept, because war is literally like, in real life, I really, I really don't understand war or why like men act like war is so rational and women are so irrational. Because what's happening is like, because this is honored. She's like, you're going as messengers, and I'm like, okay. So what happens is that because these people are messengers, like there are people who will say, hey, I'm not gonna fight you unless you want to fight me, or you have this role in war. And it's like basically people can be 
people can have restraint in who they attack in war, even though it's war. And that's why I'm like, so y'all don't even need to fight. Like, calm down and talk this out. And I've always felt this way about, clearly I know that like people, some people feel like wars had to be fought, but it's like, bro, if we have roles designated in the war, where like a messenger doesn't get killed, that means that y'all are like controlling when you fight. It's just, as a concept, it just is insane to me. But that, that was just like my random thought about like how wars are set up and, and it's just nonsensical. Do you understand what I'm trying to say? Yeah, I get what you're trying to say. So then they show Luke flying and landing and storms in. And you look up in the corner and you see just how fucking big Vagar is. Yeah, because Vagar's already there. And by the way, like storms in, it is storming. It's really rainy. It's like not a great night. Um, you know, low visibility. And yes, Ray Vagar is already there, which means that Amon is already there. And I think they might have even mentioned that he was on his way there or something. But basically, like uh Luke is like, oh, this nigga's here already. And I'm like, wow, I'm, you know, of all the people you literally don't want to run into, it's Eamon. Like, dude's eye who you knocked out, who you cut out. And he walks in, and Eamon's already there standing next to a woman. So you knew they talked about, they had talked about yeah, last episode, betrothing Eamon to one of his daughters. Um, and so he comes in and he hands the note off to one of the maesters because the baby Baratheon ass can't read. Uh, so one of the maesters have to read it to him and tell him what it says. And he goes, oh, all your your mama is just reminding us of an oath my daddy took. He don't, she don't got no, she don't got no fried chicken. She ain't bring no cheese basket or a candied apple or nothing. She not, which one of y'all is going to marry one of my daughters? I got three of them over there. But well, Loki, the oath should matter. It, well, it was, it was his daddy's oath, but it right. should matter. But, yeah. you know, stuff if matters more. Have, if a house is of honor. Yeah. And so he was like, and so Luke, but Luke is not built for this because Luke should have said, oh, yeah, we got Joffrey and we got baby Viserys and, you know, we got baby Aegon. They'll marry your daughters. They'll we'll be I mean, them not, to you. It, he, it's not even that he's, I, I hear what you're saying. I do think he's like, I, I actually felt proud of how he stood his own. Like he seemed like, he had been training to an extent. He knew how to announce himself. He stood tall, even though he was nervous. Um, he didn't waver, like, in the moment. But I do think that that also was, like, not a, che- a, ch- a check he didn't know if his ass could cash. Like, maybe he didn't know if he could betroth his brother. Like, that, because that's something that it matters to them what they go back on. So he's like, I can't, I didn't get clearance before I left to, like, to mm-hmm. betroth somebody. And I can't call on the phone and be like, hey, real quick, they want to know this. Like, he was like, Okay, like, and I actually thought it was hilarious. He was like, "Well, bitch, I gave you the message. You don't want to hear it. I'm out. Like, fuck you." And um, but then as he's turning to leave, Amon is like, "Um, excuse me." Which, come on, Amon, like, be for real. He goes, "I want your eye, bro." What? Yeah, he was just being a bully here. But I'm like, my nigga, it's at this point, it's a statute of limitations. It's a wrap. We we, it's nothing I can do. I mean, he did lose his eye. But it's but it's just, it's nothing I can do about the eye at this point. You should have came and got that back in blood. You can't you can't roll up on me fifty one years from now with about your eye. So if 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 a woman if a girl who you don't fuck with cut your eye out ten years later, you gonna forget about it if you run up on them? I'm just saying, like, bro, we all ate. We went to Thanksgiving. Did you saw me at Thanksgiving? You didn't throw a thing out. Now don't act don't act funny in front of these people. I see they you. They got in a fight at Thanksgiving. You don't right. remember that? 
Right, but I'm saying, bro, like don't like don't bring that up here. Like we're But he was like, just bullying him. I know, I'm just saying. And so, so then Baratheon and, was like and he's like, uh wait, hold on, but Luke is like, nigga, no, what? He's like, I'm getting the fuck up out of here. And so the Baratheon child was like, Hey, ain't listen, I ain't taking his his offer, but y'all ain't finna fight in my fucking house. Yeah. He came here as a messenger. He, you know, he he's no, he said he came here as a messenger, he's not a threat, he should be treated as such. And so he let him go, and then Luke gets back to his uh, his drag. I was about to say his dog, his dragon, Erex, and he's he's telling Erex like, "Listen, obey me. It's a you know, it's a tough says, night." He says, "Focus." Yeah, focus, obey me. And he gets on the dragon. He flies off, and then they shot he's this like shaking. a horror movie. He is shaking, bro. He knows he's like this is bro. a teenage dragon. This dragon's still little. No, I'm saying, but like, but like. Luke is like, this nigga, amen, this ain't here. I don't trust him. We got to go. And I'm like, I've been there. And then you see um, Vagar, how he, he, big Vagar he, is. He's looking behind him. He's looking around him. And then we realize Vagar is above him. Shad- like, it's already a dark and stormy night, but Vagar is, like, overshadowing. All- it was so terrifying. And so he comes and starts chasing him. And it seems like Amon is just fucking with him. Like he, I mean, he's trying to scare him, but I wasn't. So I, okay, here's the thing for me. I think that that is confirmed by what we see later. But what I wanted to share is that, you know, I told you I had looked ahead and what, and this is the thing I saw when I looked ahead at spoilers a couple episodes ago, I saw that Luke died. Luke dies. And what, what I thought was that it happened at a different time. Um, I thought that it was like there was a I thought there was like a time of peace between them and that Luke and um Luke and Amon went somewhere for help separately. Like I thought it was like a Night King kind of situation. But then as I, as the episode went on, I was like, oh shoot, this is what I read about. And I was like, it's no way this little sweet baby is about to like not about to make it. So I knew something sinister was gonna happen. So I was already open to the idea that like this was not intentional. But uh, but you know, so as they're flying around, like you said, he's. It, it seems like he's just messing with them. Yeah. So then, Eric, then a, then Luke does something smart. He realizes that Vagar's big as fuck, and he can't ride inside the mountains. So he has Eric fly low where Vagar can't get to, and then Vagar comes back out. But then Vagar was scared. I mean, uh, Eric was scared of Vagar, so Eric runs up on Vagar and burns her, like burns fire on her. And so, yeah, well, I think he's also just like trying to defend himself because he's like, but bro, Lucerus didn't want him to do that. Oh, at all. Eric did that I, on his own. But that's the thing. Like, they're dragons. Like, they're not, you know what I mean? Like, there's only so much that a wild animal is going to do. Like, there's instinctive stuff. So I was like, so at, clearly, clearly, um, Luke didn't want that because he goes, no. He's like, no, please. Like, Avoid him. Let's just get out of there. But this is my problem with Amen, and this is how that nigga lost his eye in the first place. Why are you playing so fucking much? Because he lost his fucking eye. But He's what, so but mad about he, it. But, <laughs> but this is but this is how he lost his eye. This is and, how. And so Vagar at this point, Vagar's not listening to Amen at all. Mm-hmm. And Amen's trying to tell Vagar, stop. Like, listen to me. Stop. Stop. And Vagar comes out of nowhere and just eats them. And and, and Amos like, no, 
Like, no, I did not want this. No. But again, that's how he's like his mama. What did? Why didn't you think through the worst that could happen when you started chasing this boy? It's like, it's like, it's literally like if they were in cars and he had a Hummer or a Jeep and little Luke is in a little smart car, whatever, Mini Cooper, and he's driving behind the road trying to, ha ha, and then Luke goes around the corner on the freeway and, and, and flies off a cliff. And he's like, oh, I didn't mean it. Well, what did you mean? What did you actually mean? And the same thing is when he jumped in and and was like raising rocks like he was going to kill somebody or like talking all that stuff to them kids. Like, what did you want to happen? Like, you cannot expect to start stuff and then and then be like, I don't know where what how it got this far. What you need to realize your intentions to bully. And this is what comes of it. Yeah, he, he just wanted to scare him and it went too far. But now he got a choice. He got a choice to either tell the truth embellish and say yeah I killed that nigga I started that shit Mm -hmm. or lie and say that he died by the storm or some shit Mm -hmm. so we'll see what happens next season how they go about it but that's how the episode well no then the episode ends with uh, I think Damon finding out what happened somebody tells Damon Damon comes and tells Rhaenyra and at this point Rhaenyra just had enough and she turns and looks at the camera and it was basically like it's on. And then it goes off. Yeah. Also, um, well, first of all, what's funny is that on the captions, it goes revengeful music. I'm like, what? <laughs> what is that? That's right. And then, and then it really hit me that like, oh my God, like she lost two children in one day, bro. Well, I don't think this is the same day, but in the same week. <laughs> because it was clearly a whole nother day when they got on the plane and I mean, when they got on the, cause the sea snake had to wake up and he had to come down like that. This was a different day, okay. but your point still stands in a couple days. She lost two children and her daddy and her throne. It's on. And that was the end of the first season. So before we get out of here, um, what'd you think about the first season as a whole Chanel? And what are you, are you excited for season two? Um, I thought the first season was like really interesting storytelling. You know, this is like a whole world they keep bringing to life. Um, and for the people who read the books, I'm really interested in knowing if it met people's expectations. Um, I would love for them to just like mess with mess with the voters, the voters mess with the the readers, and just like do some random stuff. But I, they probably won't do that. Well, they've um, already been doing that. Apparently, you know, like, mean, a lot like, of I shit want, has changed. Like, I want something where they're just people are angry. So, they're like, wait, what? I want that. Um, I told you before, and I do not mean this in a negative way, but this show really stressed me out. And I don't know that I care about season two. Will I watch it? Sure. But I don't know. I don't know that I'm pressed about it. I don't know that I'm like, I can't wait. I don't know that. We'll see how you feel in six, eight months. I can't wait because Game of Thrones is the best TV show ever at building an... No, it's not the best TV show ever. It's the best TV show ever at building anticipation, at gathering people to getting a groups of people to come together and all be on the edge of their seat to see what happens next. They did all this jumping through time this first season to get to where we at. I saw an article yesterday that said 
the Dance of the Dragons, the whole feud and war is only two years, which means that this show is only going to be three or four seasons at most. So they did all that jumping to get to this point so that we can get all of the good shit in real time going forward, which means I expect season two to be even better because you don't have to introduce, you don't have to do a backstory and a prelude and tell why these characters are here and jump through 20, 25 years, 20 years of time to get to where we are. Like, no, we're already here. All the characters are here. Let's go. Let's see what happens. Let's see how this war plays out. And for people like me who didn't read the book, um, I don't know who's going to win the war or who's going to die. And I can't wait to see what happens. So I was excited. I I love communal television. So, you know, we don't have shows like this anymore. It was Game of Thrones. It Well, first it was Scandal. Then it was Game of Thrones. Then it was it was Walking Dead for a little while before that shit happened with Glenn. And then Insecure for Black People. Secession. Like, there's not many shows where everybody comes together and is all watching. And I'm glad we have one back. So I'm excited. Yeah, I literally am just glad that it's over. <laughs> it just still stressed me out. I I do I do agree that I am in the um I'm I'm in the what the what we call the minority here, but um yeah I'm, I'm glad that we did this together. I think you had a wonderful idea for us to do this in the first place. Um I think that we you know we we both saw like connection with listeners because of this idea that we we both had. Well, I, so I guess I'll talk about like I'm really glad that we did this together. Like as a sh- for what the show brought for us as an opportunity podcast, I'm excited because as I think we said in the preview episode, this was supposed to be a succession podcast, but we didn't record together till the very last episode of season three. Um, and so basically, uh, and ba- oh, also if you can throw that episode on the feed, but I just think that um, it's really great to have the opportunity to translate these shows that are like, prestige shows and everyone watches it but it still in a way like standardizes this idea of like what culture and society was and um as if like black people or brown people didn't really exist at that time because even the poor people in Westeros are white really right so it's like like being able to have like a black explanation of this show is really like satisfying to me being able to put it into terms like of AAVE like means a lot to me like I was talking I was practicing my Spanish with um somebody from South America this weekend and I was explaining to her what AAVE is because she was telling me that Bad Bunny's English isn't perfect I was like girl black people don't even care about English like we speak our own English and she was like oh so like I just want to just celebrate how special it is that we ha- that we are raised in a way where we have our own language and we can we can read Shakespeare, we can read another language and still translate it to something that like we would get. Like I've loved doing this with you, so thank you for committing. Thank you, Brandon, for doing the editing and making sure everything was set up and uh, being a great podcast host because that that's what made this show worth watching. Like I would finish it. Like all right, I gotta finish. I can talk to Brandon about it and. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm excited for the future just for that, from that perspective. Yeah. Thank you as well. We, Chanel and I are going to talk offline. So maybe a few weeks, uh, maybe, or maybe not before you see another episode, but we're going to talk about what we want to do next over the next week or so. And, uh, 
Thank you yeah. all for listening this season. It was fun. Uh, I planned for us to be back whenever season two comes back. Uh, we got quite a bit of listeners, which was great. We got some feedback. We got some emails. Yeah. So we really appreciate the support and the reviews. And uh, I hope you guys got some entertainment out of this as we did. And we will talk to y'all later. Yeah, listen, follow us at that cool black nerd, T H A T C O O L B L K N E R D, or at Chanel Creating, C H A N E L C R E A T I N G, on all of the social. Well, uh, yeah, on all the socials. Um, on Instagram, you can follow at Why So Serious Pod. Brandon and I have other shows that you can support in the meantime while we are waiting to turn around new episodes. So you can go. Listen to Why So Serious Pod, Hindsight Movie Reviews Pod, Bad Meaning Bad or Bad Meaning Good, which is on the Jeff versus the World feed, or go catch up on my other recap shows, one where I recap Lovecraft Country with another friend called Dovecraft Country with a D. Um, there's a video version of that as well. And then Baby Babe, my recap of Flavor of Love Season 1. Um, and uh, we've also guested on a bunch of other stuff. So like, you can just go find us in the interwebs. Like I recently did an episode with Jeff, um, actually it's dropping tomorrow. Um, he did, we, he did an interview with me. So if you guys want to hear more about what I've been working on, like I really just talked his ear off about like where I've been at in life. So please go check that out. And then also, um, man, there's something else, but I ran out of steam. All right, guys, this is great. We don't ever forget that we was dragons. Wait, that's what I should have ended every episode with. <laughs> Brandon, why did you tell me to say that to the least of Are you mad? Are you mad? Why didn't we come up with this before? I ain't mad. How did that? Oh, well, all right. Well, that's how it happens sometimes. Bye, y'all. Peace. We'll talk to y'all soon. Peace. Dog, that is hilarious.